1: and welcome to bruise brothers episode 25 no i'm sorry no i'm I'm ahead of myself episode 23 I'm looking forward to next month when we begin our, our one-year anniversary. But we're on episode 23, live down at Eastern Market Brewing Company. Yes, sir. And so we're here for the second time. We, we've got a great show for you tonight. We've got uh, Dane from Eastern Market Brewing Company. We've got Dan from Axo. Hey. Brewery. We've got some guys from Ellison waiting to join us. And so we're going to have a great episode, action-packed tonight. Uh, Harry's on his way, so he'll be joining us shortly. And we'll start with our usuals We'll go with our regulars first, and then we'll get some introductions from our guests.
2: Yeah, what's going on, everybody? This is Christian. From Christian Sunday. Christian we, like we Sunday. got a full cool house today. Looking forward to the show. I'm not a
1: regular. Right. You're not a regular, but you know, we, Ken's not a regular, but but I mean, Ken I mean, is, this is is this is. The
3: second time I've been on the show.
1: It's okay, well. Um, it's been
3: almost a year because I came on with. Um, the
0: guy from uh, that foreign country brewery that I can't even think about. The, about. For, oh, the foreign country. Oh, brewery. oh. He's not American. Is it too old? Too old. I'm yeah,
4: sure.
1: yeah. <laughs> so. Well, welcome back, Ken. You're, you're family, so, you know, that's why we consider you a regular. Yes. Because okay. you're family. Uh, we got Bruce Brothers Park. Introduce yourself down there. I'm Paul Granowitz. This is the first time I've been down to the podcast, just coming down to check it out and uh, just take it all in. All right. Well, glad cool. to have you, Paul. Definitely. And I don't know if we go Dane or Dan, but Dan, Dan is before alphabetically. We'll go age, Dan before age, Dane. Age before beauty.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dan Riley, uh, and this is my second time on the podcast. First one on Juneteenth. Very June spirited, 10th. enjoyable show.
1: A great show. Yes, it was. Very memorable. You broke out some Wolf Tone with
6: us on that day, if, if memory yeah, serves you correctly. Yeah, we,
5: uh, we, we did a sneaky uh, Wolf Tone launch, and <laughs> we got a lot of grief from some of the other beer groups because we did not make a major announcement. We just put it on sale to our regulars. Our mailing list and our friends, and hey, it's sold out by the time everybody heard about it. Boo-hoo, boo-hoo Whoop. to those other beer groups. But the Brew oh Brothers got a whole lot of it. That's all that matters. Yeah, I might have <laughs> held, held a few back for tonight, so, you know. Perfect.
1: All right. We appreciate that. And Dane here
4: from Eastern Market Brewing Company, also my second time. I think I sat in the same seat last time as well. Hey, that's your
1: seat, Dane. I know. It feels I mean, good. it's your spot. <laughs> They're all your seats. <laughs> Well, we're definitely glad to be back, Danny. We had a, a great conversation with you the first time we were down here. Yeah. And, and uh, we couldn't wait to get back here. And we know we're going to be doing shows pretty regularly down here, hopefully.
4: Yeah, i love that. So
1: that that's that's the hope. Um, before we get started on, on what we're drinking, uh, is, is there anything anybody wants to get off their chest before we get into some conversation? I know Christian was a little mad a little, little earlier today.
2: Yeah, uh, I don't know if you guys have been following the story down in uh, Dallas, uh, the police officer who, uh, you know, shot the guy in his own house, and uh, the verdict came out. Well, not the verdict, the sentencing came out today, and uh, she only got 10 years, you know. Uh,
1: I was a little upset about that, and, uh, yeah, not really sure how to feel about it, you know. I, I know I was pleasantly surprised that she was even found guilty. You know, with with everything that had been going on. But when the sentence came out of only 10 years, the thought crossed my mind on what if Botham would have shot Amber? Yeah. Mm. Would the sentence have, sentence have been the same? I don't think so. I don't think so. You know, and, 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 and unfortunately, that has nothing to do with beer, but it has a lot to do with beer, because it's one of the things that will make you want to go grab a drink.
6: Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah, most
1: definitely. You know, it'll make you want to grab a drink, and and, and it also... You know, the, the the lack of diversity within, within the beer scene is also, you know, part of a reflection on America and the country that we live in. And that's why we're so happy to do this podcast, and we're so pleased with the makeup of Brews Brothers, because there are, are not any racial barriers. Absolutely. You know, and Brews Brothers, as long as you can drink a brew, that's all we <laughs> that's care that's about. That's
2: all I care about. You
1: yeah. know, as long as you can drink almost anything, even if you're drinking hideout can, We'll let you drink it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, wait, you have made a post. Uh, I, mean, I,
1: I really,
3: I as as a connoisseur of beer and appreciative of all Michigan breweries, um, no comment.
1: <laughs> no.
2: But yeah, I mean, we don't have to fail on this subject. But Wayne, you said it a couple months ago. If the the world was made up like Bruce Brothers, man, we wouldn't we wouldn't have these issues because, like you said, within our group, it doesn't matter. You know, so.
1: That's it, and and, and and I don't know. Speak, speaking of of makeup of the world and how people can come together, you know, that's what really brings this episode together. It's how Dan and Dane came
5: together. <laughs> Common love of uh, vintage hip hop and break dancing, mainly. Okay, now we got enough room back here. We no. have any cardboard boxes? I was worried the challenge would come. I mean, I, I would, like but I uh, didn't. Uh-huh. No,
6: looks like keto diet. So we got the
5: cardboard box. Okay,
6: challenge
1: on. <laughs> you kidding me?
5: That would not be pretty. <laughs> no, but it might make world
6: star. <laughs>
5: yeah, it's it's interesting. Dane and I actually. We kind of, I think we'd, we we in our, each other's orbit a little bit. And um, actually, the first time we ever, we ever actually like hung out and had a real conversation was we uh, we both got involved with Focus Hope. Um, and um, I had you know known about them for a long time. I had some friends who used to work in grant writing, and and they had approached us and you guys and and about doing something to kind of engage their their young professionals group. And uh, we were doing some trivia things down at Focus Hope and. And, I, you know, growing up, Focus Hope was kind of the OG of Detroit nonprofits. Um, you know, putting people to work, and the manufacturing facility was unbelievable. You know, I grew up like six mile in Evergreen, not that far from Focus Hope, and, you know, it, was a, it started as a Catholic charity, and I went to Catholic school, so I knew Father Cunningham, and so, for me, it was a no-brainer, and um, so it ended up kind of being cool, because it was, it was us in Eastern Market, I think Sellermans, mm-hmm. and couple other smaller self-distributed breweries and uh and it was down here at eastern market and um so that was the first time dan and i really got a chance to kind of talk and get to know each other and we you know we had a lot of laughs over you know some common (laughs) some common themes with both of us coming from outside the industry yeah and that was what a year and a half ago probably yeah yeah Yeah.
4: that
1: was early maybe even two years ago yeah it was in the fall i think
5: yeah Yeah. it's all running together i
1: know it goes fast yeah yeah now, when you said "common last, you know, I almost the, the breakdancing scene came to mind. My, mean, I <laughs> my head, you know. So.
5: I think I think some of just uh, some of just you know the the nuances of coming from you know outside of the beer world and and just what we were kind of seeing and some of the things that were you know we assumed going in and that that had been different and uh, you know just kind of talking about what was important to us and and you know the value side of the equation. And We seemed to you know kind of connect and. Uh, and we, you know, stayed a lot, you know, more in each other's orbit after that.
1: Yeah. Now, I, I know in, in, in the um, print media, mm-hmm. when the story broke and it came out that day, you know, it, it, it mentioned that Dane was just calling to, to offer uh, his support yeah. to Axel, and, and just one thing led to another. Is kind of what the uh, article mentioned, you know. Yeah. Kind of What what, what were those one things that led to another that kind of brought this together? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah,
4: well, I think um, as a lot of people, I was surprised and shocked when uh, the announcement came out. I think, one, just because I saw uh, Axel from external lens, and I saw how busy it was. Um, And I knew a little bit of the history of how it started, but I didn't have a lot of details. So just because of my relationship with Dan, I just reached out and wanted to be like, I'm sorry, man, that sucks. And it's it's really hard starting a brewery. it's, it's not easy, and you're constantly stressing and dealing with stuff, so I had a bit of a feeling of what he was going through and just thought, hey, I'm just going to reach out and say. I, I assumed everybody was, and I'm sure a lot of people did, but I was just like, hey, I want to I wanna say I'm sorry and offer my support so that they can do. So I met Dan, and I mean, I will say at the time, and we still do, as you guys saw, we've got like five beers on tap right now. Last time we were here, we had probably, I don't know, 10, 12? Yeah, it was, about 12. Yeah, so um, we had we have some serious capacity constraints, which is a good problem to have, but uh, I, that wasn't the motive of why I reached out to Dan, but I, in the back of my head, I'm like, maybe there's an opportunity here. Maybe we could figure something out. Because the other thing that I think surprised me the most is that From the tap room itself, I felt like it had the everything you want in that community element. And that was really what we do here at the brewery. And so for me, I saw a lot of synergies between the two of us. So I think the quote in the article,
5: in the press release, didn't get in a lot of articles. But yeah, which, which kind of, by the way, sucks. Because Dane actually crafted a, very, a beautiful <laughs> sentence. Yeah. It, it went something along the lines of what began with a hug ended in a handshake. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's tight, right? Yeah. I mean, he didn't say, of course, that he hugged the mash ton and the fermenters before. <laughs> she me, um, I kissed those, but, <laughs> but no, it, it it was you know what it was. Um, and I knew to a certain degree that the whole thing would be would be uh, difficult for people to digest. And um, because my job, you know, for four years was to you know make perception a reality. Ken probably better than most knew what my reality was from a very very early stage and knew how big a climb it was going to be and um and knew what we were up against for the years prior to opening the tap room but you know the the the, your job is to convey you know that positivity in your brand and if it was if we were a self-distributing brewery and started in June of 2017 uh you know we'd be in a very different position but um so it was important for us I think when we articulated you know in the press um and I, I think probably through a mutual friend, you know, Dane and I, Dane kind of had a sense that something was going on, mm-hmm. um, and so we actually, I think we talked before the announcement even came out, just kind of, you know, beating some ideas around a little mm-hmm. bit. But, you know, um, and and honestly, like, you know, I've had these, you know, I watch these guys and admire what they did, but, you know, you never know like what someone's future looks like. I didn't know they're at capacity. I didn't yeah. know you know, where their future lied. I did know a little bit that they were pushing self-distribution hard, but, um, you, you never know. And I also didn't know where we would net out. And so we made a, re- a really rough decision and could have gone a lot of ways, so, um, it was very interesting. It's sometimes like, I jokingly, you know, we joked about, it. it's like dating sometimes, you know, it's like, it's like the person that, you know, you're hanging out with and the first person you, you know, you meet. and you know, you spent a bunch of time, like, talking to other folks, but ultimately, we just came back around to, you know, it sounded like bullshit probably to some people when we said, you know, hey, we want to find someone who shares our values and our commitment to community. And I remember you saying that. And, and that you know what? It may have been a little naive and it made me nervous and my partner didn't love because <laughs> he felt like I was boxing myself in a little bit. But, you know, the the relationship we had with the LGBT community, um, the outreach we had with the African-American community, South 8, particularly in the years before we opened the tap room, in terms of building some community, building some authentic conversations, um, you know, that's important to me. I mean, that's something I really give a shit about. So um, it mattered, Uh, you know. um, I mean, Dan, I can vouch. You brought Juneteenth to us
1: before we mentioned it to you you know, just just to show.
5: (laughs) I was like, I remember, I think I had a conversation with you and I was like, because you said something funny, I said, you know, I am a white guy. And you're like, No, it was, so it just, it was really fortuitous. But, you know, I think, we did have those people who like, descended on the place. And, you know, I've been around the block a little bit. I can tell when someone genuinely is like, hey, what can I help? What can I do? Like, what the fuck happened? And, you know, and that was how Dane approached it. And, you know, the secondary conversation was, is there anything we can do together? Yeah, is yeah. there something we can collaborate on? And and then the more we got into it, you know, and, and you know, kind of what I was dealing with from a legacy standpoint, and then we started to have that more optimistic conversation about what if, and that's when things get kind of fun.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I know from an outsider's perspective, um, Harry is on his way, but, but Harry and I had a conversation in length about the uh, partnership between you guys. And we said, you know, this is just great, and we couldn't see two better allies for our community than, than you all have been. And coming together, it was, you know, as they say, a godsend. Yeah. You know? And we were happy that then you stuck to your moral compass and said you wanted somebody who wanted to make you wanted to make sure that they had your thought processes and you know it was important that they were community orientated and you yeah. know like I uh, said connections and um, allies that you built you didn't want to see those lost
5: no and so, it sometimes it's just I mean it's sometimes it's good luck you know and timing I mean yeah. if it was a year ago you guys wouldn't be in the same spot yeah, you're in sure. if it was a couple of years now you would have moved on yeah. somewhere else um, there was some a couple other really interesting people in the mix but you know it's some of it's timing and i don't know i'm a bit i'm a bit philosophical and uh I just think you know if you you try to do the right thing and and try to like surround yourself with really good people that when these kind of things happen there's there's uh There's something special. I mean, Dane and I were joking. I mean, the day we kind of, like, came to that handshake, I was like, man, I'm a terrible business person because I'm as excited right now as I was (laughs) when we we got the license. Yeah, yeah. So maybe it's because of what I've been through. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. You got to drink beer on the other side of the bar now. Exactly. I do look forward to a point where I can sit at a table with you guys, and I won't be the sprinkler. Yeah, (laughs) that'll be me, so, yeah.
1: What happens, Um, um, or... You know, what timetables are we looking at Yeah, where, where, where we can see the doors back open over on Livernoy? Yeah,
4: I mean, right. it's it's, it's it kind of sucks, but it's just all dependent on licensing. Okay. Um, and so, unfortunately, no one has much power on the timing other than the state. And it's kind of crazy because... What, one of the things that excited me about the opportunity is Turnkey Brewery. It's a beautiful brew house, and it's a beautiful tap room, as you guys right. all know. And I just want to get in there and open it. Like, I want to open tomorrow, um, and it's ready. I mean, we have to do some hiring. We have to do some thinking about the food and our staffing and all of that. Um, but I'm ready to get going. Um, so we're just dependent on the state. And, and you, you know, you get different numbers from different people you talk to. Um, okay. I think it'll likely be in the winter. Um, probably, who knows, January, February. I mean, it'll be early next year um, unless something crazy happens
1: and it's sooner. But you know how these things go. Yeah. Now, you mentioned the food. Yeah, you know what types of food can we look forward to Spain It's funny, accident? I get that question
6: a lot.
4: So, so we've been—I mean, we've been pushing really hard to get feedback from everybody okay. um, because for us, like. It's a community-focused tap room, and the crazy thing that's different than when we came here and we started this brewery is there's already an established brewery, and there's a lot of things that people liked, and there's some things that they didn't like. And so, you know, some of the decisions we'll make will be very similar, some of them will be different. And so, we've been, first of all, before we even asked, we got so much feedback, so many emails messages. Hey, you gotta have the shawarma wings. Uh, you Swarma gotta wings. have the cheese Where's the bill? Yeah, and uh, you gotta have the shawarma wings. So yeah, so um, we're still kind of thinking through that. I'm gonna be really thoughtful about food, um, just because. You know, I'm super thoughtful about beer. Food's something that we've dabbled in, um, but we haven't really focused on. And I just want to make sure that right off the bat, we have food that pairs well with the beer. The beer's always going to come first, but I want to make sure that it supplements it uh, and it brings out the best in the beer and that it's a very thoughtful menu and it's priced it the right way. So that's going to be the nice thing about the licensing and how long it takes is I got some time to think and plan, and food's going to be a huge element of that. Yeah. No, 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 no. Pressure.
6: On the formal
1: wing, but uh, <laughs> we
5: got the bail working. All right, uh, it's, it's so funny. I, I, I laugh because I, I we were joking about this before, but Dane and I were going back and forth. We we're joking about the cheese curds, and I said, "Hey, listen, yeah, they're they're amazing, but the prep on them is a is a, a nightmare. It's a hard prep." Yeah. He's like, "All right, well, Gareth, he needs recipe." And we were laughing about it, yeah. and then. Couple days later, we were just having a random aside, and he's like, "Oh, I need a tartar sauce recipe." And I was like, "I don't know." So I sent him like a Serious Eats tartar sauce recipe. I assume he was like, "Make a
6: fish." <laughs> <laughs>
5: we were joking with your marketing person, who's like, "Oh yeah, someone on our website kept saying you got to get the that's tartar when we get a lot is the tartar I'm yeah. like the tartar sauce? Like, yeah. I Never in all the time I was in there I heard anybody say I think damn three
6: three about people tartar people it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. I I don't know what everyone's mentioning in terms of the menu, but the Sharma wings definitely were fantastic. <laughs> Both burgers, the lamb and the... The, half the burgers, lamb
6: burger just really got really
5: up really a lot,
6: also. for
1: sure, yeah. The fries were... The, the, the fries, not, not fries. The
5: fries. Yeah. The freak,
6: yeah.
5: You know. <laughs> yeah, that's another one. When someone someone came in, we actually were uh, we were showing it to a, to a brewery who was looking at us, and they were like, well, what's that? I'm like, it's a fry cutter. And they're like, you guys made your own fries? I'm like, well, yeah, from potatoes. I'm like, yeah. And they're
0: like, well, <laughs> well maybe that's why you were
6: struggling. I'm like, oh god. No, I
5: don't think that was the <laughs> yeah. No, no it's uh, yeah. It, it, it's it's uh, my my advice today is honestly like figure out what is your voice and you know what I think like there's a certain spirit um, that's there that they'll capture, but I, you know I've probably been the most adamant like don't you know and I haven't given him my full list of like things I would totally just done yeah, differently yeah. but I will no, yeah, um, yeah not right. yet I'm not ready for it yet. yeah me no, out. <laughs> I mean, uh, but those things like you know what there, th- there are some things that are that have that obsession and people have it but uh, he's got a great chef and you know you got to there's also things that we did that, that like, we couldn't stop doing because people went crazy for him, but yeah. we were losing our ass on. So I'm going to highly recommend right, right. whatever those are, he lose them. Yeah, Because yeah. I'm very vested in his long-term success. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah
3: can, can I ask a very serious
5: question, though? Is, uh, what's the menu
3: without a lawsuit? Without what? A A lawsuit.
5: Well, I mean, there's always got to be a little something there, but
3: it, it wasn't that big of a loss. That it was
5: no, no, no. Our 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 food situation is we, we didn't we were not generating profit on the food side, but you know we had gotten it dialed into where it was taking care of itself. Our our biggest challenge was frankly it was uh, we basically were not big enough to make you know beer at scale to be competitive with our distributor margins. I mean that's the long and short of it. I mean we were you know we were selling a keg of long cut for 105 bucks to the wholesaler. It was going for 155 into a retailer and we weren't, you know, seeing anything there. And so, it just, we were kind of driven into that pricing strategy early on. But from the food side standpoint, it, it you know, I think it's, you know, because you work in the business, but it's not a big profit center, um, especially if you're doing things. We had a scratch kitchen. If you're doing things right, I mean, if you can get a little margin out of your food game and you can manage your labor costs efficiently, and your food costs smart, um, there's an opportunity. But it can't be, you know, you don't want your food program to be 100% loss leader.
3: Um, Well, no. You should should always have, like, a couple of, like, loss leaders that are, um, like, obviously driving people to get in to drink your beer. Sure. Obviously, you're taking in all the profit of the beer since you're making it and selling it right on site. You don't have to sell it to a distributor to buy it back. Right. Um, Michigan does have crazy laws distribution as I look at Dave.
1: I've heard that. Hey, I, <laughs> you took the question right <laughs> out of my mouth, you know. <laughs> um,
3: but that's you know I got news on that. talking at. about that I'll, real quick before we continue, you were talking about dialed in with long cut. Was that before you sold the Royal Oak um, uh, center or after? Because you know there's I, I see Axel in two different scenarios. Yeah. I see Axel, you know, while they were distributed when you started Axel and you started the yep. uh, um, the business, you were distro right out of the gate. Yep, with no tap it, room, right? But, um, and then you open up the tap room. And did you like what was
5: the what was the I guess series we of? We idled. Um, so we idled the uh, the Delamere Brewery um, shortly after opening the tap room. Okay. Part of it was um, part of it was the capacity. We didn't need that much capacity. Part of it was the condition of the brewery itself, and and the. Uh, the conditions inside the brewery. Um, it was uh, it was rough, and uh, you That's know. Once
3: interesting cause you say that, but I actually toured it. Yeah, um, and I I loved it. It was a great tour. Yeah, no, it's it really a, nice.
5: It looks it looks good on the outside. It just uh, <laughs> it, it had a lot of challenges. There okay. was. You know, it was it was uh, maintaining a sanitary environment in there was really tough. Plus and that
3: is a very big and open space. Too. Yeah, so you it have the capability of even increasing your space with
5: the yep. open
2: spaces.
5: Yeah, so and so that
2: makes a little
5: more sense. Yeah, and the sewer systems and some other things and the existing uh, the existing brew house setup was less than optimal. And so we got to the point where, um, you know, once we put in the craft work system, we knew what we could do from a capacity standpoint. We also don't. Uh, we didn't own the building on Delamere. That was a lease, and um, and so we ended up uh, we had that equipment for probably eight nine months after we opened Um and we ended up also having a, we had a massive canning line. We had a five head cask in line with a D-Pal. Yeah, it was of the massive. Yeah, and it took up you know it was, it was fifty feet long. Um, so we ended up uh, we ended up selling all that gear to Dark Horse in June of two two thousand. Uh, 18, um, and so uh, so once we're out of there, we use it for cold storage. Um, but once we started to ramp up um, at Livernoy, we could do, we could maintain the production. But in terms of getting any margin and scale into it, we would have had to build a whole new facility. And the, the thing that we that I wouldn't do, knowing everything I know now, well, one, we probably wouldn't we probably wouldn't <laughs> have bought the brewery. We did. Um, we certainly would not have launched without a taproom open. Um, to launch um, a production-only brand with actual overhead of production and staff is a fool's errand in this particular day and age. And it was, it was a fool's errand in 2015, too. Um, you know, it's different if you're a Lake Brothers or an Altus, where you basically have very little to no overhead. Mm-hmm. You're paying Brew Detroit, all the packaging's turnkey, the brewing's turnkey. You're a marketing brand. Um, but if you actually have overhead production and no tap room capabilities to be able to earn that margin, your chances are, are slim. And that's part of the reason we took such a big swing on Liberty.
6: It's
3: interesting you say that because the starting artist is actually doing pretty well over in Buddington. They were a production-only facility up until maybe three or four months ago when they opened up their taproom. Did they self-distribute? Yeah. Yeah. And so, so, were you guys? I don't. I don't know if we could, What you can talk about, what you can't. But were you guys stuck in the distribution contract when you bought milking it? Uh,
5: so I wasn't involved when my partners actually acquired that. Um, so, um, so I wasn't involved. And um, part of the part of the, the initial conversations were with the principal at Great Lakes Beverage. Um, and so, yeah, they had signed a, they had signed a distribution agreement with Great Lakes and Hubert. Um, so yeah, there was no. There was no turning back. um, So that was pretty much what we were working with. So, yeah, self-distribution would have been a different option, but I'll be honest with you, (coughs) even then, if I could self-distribute, I still wouldn't do it without a direct-to-consumer mechanism. No way in hell. No way in hell. And we definitely made up a lot of ground. We got our costs way down, but ultimately our burn on that side was too significant. And we also had to, you know, there's some things we did that I'm actually happy we did from a branding marketing standpoint that helped really build a base when we did open. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, going out and doing that city football club deal, you know, uh, was a big gamble. It was a big risk the first season they were in Keyworth. Did it align with our brand amazingly well? Absolutely. Are, are those guys some of the biggest supporters we'll ever have? <laughs> yeah. Um, and did they support us come hell or high water? Sure. Um, but, you know, we also got involved with Mopop our first year. Um, so those were uh, those were tough decisions because if you don't have a tap room, you don't have that ultimate brand experience, you're left, you know, spinning a lot of plates. So it's an interesting evolution. And one final question before I finish hijacking this entire part. <laughs> Um, yeah, I knew I should have just gone on better on draft a couple of weeks ago. Right? Now, now you're like boogie-whipping this. Someone give him a wolf tone to shut him up. Uh, yeah, That's a wolf it. tone, yeah. okay. let's, let's it. Can, I can, can I ask one favor? And this, this obviously yeah. is
3: towards Dane, too. Can you guys bring Brick back?
5: You, you, you know what? Can I say blow me on this? You can say I whatever mean, you, you want. Can, on yeah, me. I mean, <laughs> gonna, You know what? I'm going to hit you with a Brick, dog. That's what I want to do.
3: I'm, I'm not going to lie. That was, like, one of my favorite go-to beers for a
5: good year or
3: so straight. Like, that in my fridge, always there.
5: You know, my go-to was a Pete's Wicked Ale for a while. You know, we all have our crosses to bear, bro. Wow. <laughs> Damn. Wow, that, that's... No, you know what? One of the things that I, I will say that, like, w- what i learned bill? is that... Where's that, that You know, a beer, everything is subjective. You know, I love, I love like, tweaking... I love tweaking people once in a while, um, and playing around with things. You know, I mean, I, I laugh a little bit, like about you know all the memes out there. You know, when when uh, everybody on, on uh, all, all the other beer groups other than the Brews Brothers are going to boycott Wicked Weed, and they're the same dopes, you know, wrapped around the building for a Bourbon County Stout release. It's like, you know what? It's a very interesting, fickle, strange right. community at times, and uh, everybody can like what they like. You know who loved all the buyout of Wicked Weed? Cool. The employees of Wicked, Wicked, weed. Wicked yeah. weed
3: that got um, benefits, yeah, and higher wages and more job security and like, like when I went there, because I went maybe three or four months after, and they said there was about a week of hatred. Yeah. It's like they saw they saw a dip in sales for about a week, and he said then eh, it was back to normal and nobody batted an eye.
5: It's a very it's a very fickle consumer. It's a very interesting time, but yeah, I mean, I you know what, I you know I like the on the Bruce Brothers. I can admit that I like to drink bourbon and red wine, sometimes more than beer. Together? <laughs> <laughs> no, not together. Well, no, because I don't know uh, those bourbon barrel aged red wines are kind of gross. I've had a few. Yeah, of they're real yeah, yeah, they're selling anything. They sell barrel aged yeah. Zins and you know. No. I, Christian's like,
1: ah, I'm a. <laughs> a, a, a.
3: What, what about a barrel aged white claw? Barrel aged seltzer is the next trend. It'll
5: happen. It'll happen. Don't even get For me sure. started.
6: Yeah.
5: <laughs> the claw. The claw.
1: Okay, let's let's get off the claw conversation. Uh, let's rewind a little bit and let's let's go back to the self distro. Yeah. Go
5: back. Let's go pre can hijack. <laughs> well,
1: pre can hijack. But one of the things we did want to talk about was um, with the the the, the new. Partnership that you guys have, mm-hmm. um, and the self distro yeah. rules and regulations. Do, do you anticipate that being a bigger fight now that uh, you guys and you, your capacities is increased now?
4: Yeah. Well, I've i got some news to report. It's not okay. a done deal, but uh, it's looking almost certain that the uh, laws will change in the next probably month, month, really? a, month to two months. We Bing, should see Bing, a, Bing. I know. Yeah, <laughs> we should see a bill introduced. Probably this upcoming week um, that will remove tap room sales, which is something that was probably the most important thing component for me being a tap room focused brewery, um, mm-hmm. and then they're going to increase the uh, increase the limit from one thousand to two thousand barrels. so oh, wow. it's not a huge increase. I think there's some people that are a little unhappy with how much that it's increasing, but it's definitely a step in the right mm-hmm. direction, right direction right yeah, right. yeah yeah it's huge for our business, honestly I mean. We especially with sales
1: don't count in that. So yeah, so that's like, a big that, thing.
4: That's, that's a huge thing. And so with us going to uh, with us going to um, uh, with the acquisition of Axel, like obviously we're going to have issues with the, with the total.
1: Okay.
5: No, yeah. I think from a, you know, I've been I, Dana, Dana and I have talked a lot of, about this. Um, he, <clears throat> I was not engaged in the self distribution conversation other than being a very loud voice um, bitching about the distribution issues and the challenges we yeah. were having. And, and you know what, I think it was very, we talk about you know Kismet or Karma or whatever, or just good vibes. From a timing standpoint, you know, our announcement gave me the opportunity to articulate when we were closing that you know, where the headwinds really were. And yeah. most people have no idea we have a three-tier distribution system, much less what the impact yeah. on a manufacturer yeah. is or what it means. So it was nice that that was a fairly widely publicized conversation, you know. And then I think the Dane, your petition came out like literally like four days, five days later. Yeah. And and I know that like our regulars were like, they were like, where do I sign? Yeah. Where do I yeah. sign? They and were amped were, up. Yeah. yeah. People were really fired up, and and I think. I think probably what started as a grassroots effort where you were hoping within a year or two to get some substantial reform, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, to me, I, I watched it, you know, because he and I were engaged, you know, on the sale, but I watched it gather steam very quickly. And when we started, you know, talking to friends of ours in the media business, mm-hmm. they were like, you know what, this is a very interesting story. And I think mm-hmm. what ended up happening was, I, I, you know, I think it got expedited. If I was a pure lobbyist representing all the small breweries in the state, I'd be frustrated with the compromise, mm. but it, like honestly, selfishly, I'm most invested in Eastern Market's <laughs> long-term <laughs> success, and I know how valuable removing those taproom sales are to a true small self-distributing brewery, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's a big deal. I think that the next shoe that's got to drop and it's got to continue to be a conversation is, and I don't know that this will happen in Michigan, is that there needs to be some formalized, consistent mechanism to to remove to get out of your distributor deal. And if it means moving to a distribu- another distributor, if it means moving yourself to self-distribution, it may not be, I mean, the, the main rules they came up with, it, it seems ridiculously prohibitive, but at least there's a mechanism to change distributors in a meaningful way. But because of franchise laws and because of the lobby, it's probably going to be really difficult. So what sucks yeah. is there are some breweries that are under 2,000, and correct me if I'm wrong, but who won't have the ability to say, okay, well, great, I'm going to self-distribute now because they've already broken the seal so to speak
4: yeah and that's that's the biggest issue with our current laws and that's the thing that's I mean, always the
1: prohibition laws that are currently on
4: the books, basically, <laughs> yeah right? yeah yeah well they're, they're post-prohibition, post prohibition but they came immediately following right. prohibition because of prohibition exactly right. yeah 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 and that's that's the thing that's always been a struggle for me is like this is huge for my business and a lot of other small breweries but there's also a lot of small breweries that have already signed on with the distributor that this doesn't help and might actually hurt a, a little bit and so there's probably a larger conversation that needs to be happen at some point. It's kind of interesting because the states that change self-distribution laws usually end up with like wholesale change. Um, we, you don't very rarely see incremental change like we have here in Michigan. And so there was a certain point where I had to say, all right, we're going to accept these small steps or we're going to go for it all. The thing is you can accept small steps and it was very clear that I'm not going to be I'm I'm happy to change, but I'm not going to say, like, this is over. Um, Right, we're not done. Yeah, we're not done. And and the other thing that's interesting is, like, I'll continue to fight the fight, but, like, it's probably – there's there's probably going to be a a torch that needs to be passed on because someone else that signed on with Distributor probably is going to be really amped up about this. And I think we're going to be having this conversation probably annually, maybe every few years, but we'll see. Yeah. Well, Harry,
2: welcome, welcome aboard, man. Hey, man, sorry I'm late. I don't know what I've already missed. I don't want to you be... You missed it all. Right. So, <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. I know I said that we weren't bringing bottles because we were, you know, coming to hang out here, but I had to bring <laughs> something to celebrate the occasion. Oh. Uh-huh. So that's, that's a one-off Ooh. brewery Ooh. only from Westbrook, the uh, chocolate vanilla squirrel Mexican cake. Oh, my God. Right. I all thought right. that might. Come close to commemorating the moment. Yeah, um, <laughs> I will enjoy ding, some ding, of that. Ding ding ding. Where's that bell? <laughs> somebody's, somebody's gonna listen to this podcast and say that I'm a stand. ENBC and B C and they're gonna be fucking right I am I am excited about this thing as if y'all know how I feel about music this feels like two of my favorite rappers decided to do a rap do an album together
1: say Biggie and Tupac put the beef down
2: you see what I'm saying it's you know the best one? comment I've ever heard wait a
5: second yeah, I know where that one goes <laughs> I know which one gets to be Tupac bullshit
6: but uh, you know
2: what I'm saying I really am excited about this and not just from a beer aspect. Um, There's a lot of places in the state that are making good beer. Um, You know, both of you guys are, are obviously at the top of that list. But there are not as many guys that I've had the pleasure of knowing anyway that are just genuinely good guys. And when I heard that this was happening, like I said, I just was like, you know what, I can't think of a better pair to make this happen. So, yeah. man, I'm so happy for y'all. I'm happy for y'all. Yeah, like it's a lot. So, yeah. Um, hopefully this bottle will... Uh, I
4: appreciate submit. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah appreciate man. that. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, Why are we boy, drinking
1: this Wolf Tone?
2: Well, that's what I'm drinking. Yeah. 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 Finishing it
5: up, and then yeah. we'll, you know. Yeah. I got about, I probably got about eight or nine bottles left, but yeah. I pulled yeah. these out of my fridge at home, so. Okay, oh, you're know. you private stock, huh? Yeah, you know what? What, what <laughs> am I going to do? Yeah. Yeah. In a couple months, I'm going to just give up drinking beer altogether. Come <laughs> out, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. done. But, I'm done. A lot of the game. No, <laughs> no I, I appreciate that, Harry. It's, um, It was it was nice. I know Dane can echo this, but, you know. You, you make a decision, and you, you kind of like. Then you kind of wait to see how it lands. And I, and I think both of us, you know, kind of felt like you know, we, you know, we felt like it was right. But you know, you, you look for validation outside of your own head. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, and you, uh, you're being modest. And I don't know if you guys talked about this already. This is the shot her around the world. This shit was on BBC, <laughs> man. I got the link in my show notes. Oh, it's the ridiculous. The news about this on um,
5: BBC <laughs> World News. As a former media guy, I'm like, they, they should be talking about Brexit, <laughs> impeachment, yeah. and other shit than U.S.-based. Eastern this Market buys U.S.-based Axl Brewing. just shot her around the, f- the world. The first
4: person that sent me that, I, I thought they just edited it. They just made it up. I, <laughs> did, I look
5: at it, and I'm like, sent this to somebody <laughs> he knows. Yeah, I live in school. England. Yeah,
6: yeah. I'm like, this is yeah. bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Man. So well, literally <laughs> shot her around the world. Well, uh, I, think,
5: I, think it, I think it came probably at a time where um, maybe Michigan beer yeah. drinkers are craving some good news. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, a lot I of mean, bad yeah. news. Yeah, yeah. 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 And yeah. so... But it was nice to see. I mean, I I think I'm very selfish and protective of the community we built around Axel. And I know Dane feels the same way about his. And it was very heartening to see, you know, pretty much, you know, with the exception of Jeff Sanchez from Ellison, people complained about it. But, you know, everybody else... No, no, that was was a a joke. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, no, people were were genuinely really fired up, excited. and thrilled, and they felt really good about it. So, I mean, that that I, I know from my standpoint, it told me that we, you know, we we made the right you know decision. Yeah. I, I you know I, I think for you it was all yeah. it was like your staff was awesome. They're so fired up. And, yeah.
4: I mean, half my staff to... lives like within a mile of uh, Axel. Yeah. Time. And so when I told them, they were just so pumped up, and they were obviously all sad when it closed. And they right. They're pumped up now nah, that, that you put it Rob there. just
2: in time as I pulled a good bottle out. Yeah, right, he did. Right. You
6: know, he tell you what again. He tell you come in with it. Going on, brother. So, so. Now All now right. the thing that, Hello, that excited Robert.
1: me also was that we get to continue our Juneteenth celebration. We do.
6: We will have We're to find again. Another we, venue we won't have now. to find
1: another venue for our Juneteenth celebration now. Yeah. and also with June twenty twenty coming up. And we were talking about the block club party yeah. down here. Yeah, 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 We've got another location for yeah. that weekend. We yeah, We can go over to Fern. Yeah, even there. more seating and, over there. too. More seating out there too. So we got, yeah, you, know, you got some big monsters, events man. to talk about. Nice no yeah. proximity
5: to Bagley Palmer Woods <laughs> University yeah. District of uh, Avenue yeah. Of Fashion. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, I don't. I don't it can't be where <laughs> I. <laughs> Why am I? Wait, what am I trying <laughs> to sell it? <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Part of my agreement, he's got to keep selling. <laughs> yeah. That. Exactly. I think. That, that occurred to me. I'm like, be I'm like, I'm yeah, like, hey, I'll why don't we sell now. the building? Because then I could just, I could just get out of here. <laughs> like, you know, no, I, I think, I think, I think Dane's got me in some, uh, some, uh, you know, some no contract contract work for the next several years. Yeah. But you yeah. know, you know what though? You, you, you build something and you, you pour your life into it and your heart and soul into it, and you know, it looks like anything. You want to see it, you know, it's your baby,
6: man. Yeah, it's you want to see it in good
5: hands, and yeah. Yeah. you know and people are funny cuz they're they're like assuming that i would have some emotional attachment so like the branding and like well aren't they going to call it actually I'm like hell no hell no no no
0: no <laughs> you
5: know I'm yeah. like no that's it, it, not how things work and I want that thing dead yeah like yeah. you know because the thing is it's a no win like right. you know for people who hated it they'll still hate it for people who loved it they'll say well it's not the same it's you know nobody, yeah. right. there's, there's a spirit uh, there that, that the place that these guys embody and will capture and and to me that makes me very happy yeah. If I was like 28, I'm, it might bother me a little bit because my ego wasn't, you yeah, know, not 28, <laughs> so smashed around. I know. Thank you. <laughs> you know. And,
1: and we definitely understand about it being your baby because, you know, we, we feel we've got Ken and Rob here as, as we were birthed on their show. Absolutely. Better on draft, you know, Absolutely. as we were a uh, guest on their show of uh, about a year and a half ago now.
3: Well, you were talking about, you know, when we opened up the show, is that, you know, the way camaraderie happens with it, mm-hmm. it was such a happenstance how I met you, because I wouldn't have known the Bruise Brothers unless I talked to the one random person sitting at 8 Degrees Playhouse. <laughs> and, of course, here I am, I'm better on drafts, so I'm like, oh, you should check out my podcast yeah. and all this stuff. And, you know, Wayne was nice enough to be like, you know, hey, why don't you join this group that I'm in? And from that, we had Dan on the show. Um, this was past your Axel slash Arbor Brewing show. So this was not oh, yeah.
5: <laughs> That was a rough uh, one.
3: And, you know, it kind of came full circle, and I introduced you to the Bruce Brothers mm-hmm. and brought you into the Facebook group. Yep. And that's the kind of thing is that I've always promoted the Bruce Brothers as the perfect beer group out.
2: Thanks, man. I appreciate a lot. that. It means a lot.
3: It's honest to God, like... There's no snootiness, there's no sobbiness. If you post a, you know, you might get a little razzed if it's, you know, Matt Bush posting the Bud Light. Of course. Uh, but that's probably because it's Matt Bush. It, it might be Matt Bud Bush. Bush. Right, it's
2: not the Bud Light, it's Matt
5: Bush. <laughs> Matt, Matt Bush, just to be clear, it could post a picture drinking a Lawson's Triple Cispa Sunshine, and he still gets <laughs> shit from this group. Because it's Matt Bush. Because okay. it's Matt Bush. <laughs> 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 that's,
6: that's
3: just kind of how things happen. It's, it's just, it happens all when you put yourself out there. Yeah. And I think that's why, um, you know, just like you, you're kind of putting yourself out there when you went and reached out to Dan. Because mm-hmm. I know everyone reached out to, well, mm-hmm. most people reached out to Dan. I was just like, you know, hey, you know, we're sorry for this. You know, if you need anything, reach out. Because when you guys closed, you know, selling closed too, that was a hard month for a lot yeah. of that, yeah, in that area. Yeah. Because those are two huge brands, in my opinion, some of the best alcohol in that area, just gone. And you're like, how? Why? Yeah. And it, it just kind of makes you sad, but you can see, you know, as much as it's not actual coming back, it's that area that's coming back mm-hmm. with a brewery that's mm-hmm. just as important.
5: Yeah. Can not have said I think, it Yeah, I think Rob also thanks you for introducing me to this group and these guys because he didn't have to be, you know, my focus group of one repre- <laughs> represent, representing <laughs> African-American African, African, African <laughs> beer drinkers. Because all the time I'd be like, all right. Rob, I got this idea, but you know me, I'm really, really There's cautious a, about, you, about cultural appropriation, but I, I, but it, that, this, this it. feels right to me, and he's like, all right, as the president of all black beer drinkers, <laughs> I hereby am going to call Harry and ask him. <laughs> Got a groundswell right. of, of, of of market researchers for No, it. you know, because yeah. honestly, I had that damn public enemy and leader leaderhosen image for, right. for two I, and a half, half years, but right. I didn't have the balls to put it on the wall. But it was good. I was like, yes. and, and
2: I mean, I didn't have to.
3: For me, I didn't have to reach out to, to Harry no. and just like goes like, we're the black delegation. No, <laughs> no, no,
5: no. I mean, right. it
2: was. I mean, it was
3: genuine and it was fine. So, well,
5: you know, it had it. It lived to have its purpose on Juneteenth. Yes, yeah, yes. and
1: and I still and I still have the poster you gave me and i'm still framing that shit yep so on behalf of the black delegation <laughs> it <laughs> is known when it's genuine and when it's not yeah, yeah. Know, you know yeah. it. it, it yeah. it's, it's very clear so when it's genuine there are no issues there are no problems mm-hmm. when it's not that's when the issues come about yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yeah, and, 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 and in June, bit. you know, there's one stop that we're making where we're just doing a, a walk-by. But, yeah, you know, yeah. we'll leave it at that for yeah, now. It's
5: a walk-by, you a, know. a
1: pass-by. Pass yeah. I, I yeah. was
2: neither confirm nor deny
6: that it's my idea. <laughs> <laughs> that's,
2: that's so, so. Speaking of Rob's ideas, uh, we've got a couple of things to bounce off of the two of you.
6: Mm. Uh, oh,
1: well, yeah. while that's going on, i got a beer to drop in celebration Oh, oh look at man. that we got beer beer. beers now Eastern Mark Market actual
3: brewing going on yeah. since it's
2: Wednesday
5: this ah, a Wednesday right. from cycle brewing so don't go too oh. far man we
1: got this Westbrook
5: uh, yeah. chocolate vanilla check this out. Hey, I still gotta hey, host game
1: 2 I gotta make it Dane,
5: <laughs> hey, do you have any grain sacks uh, yeah <laughs> we got <laughs> something over. you can see we got a lot of stuff <laughs> back there we
2: can find something
7: <laughs>
2: so yeah man like I said I'm um I, I know I'm late I don't know what you guys already talked about um but i I'm, I'm we talked super, about it, yeah, I'm super geeked about it yeah, whole thank game. you we're excited and um, I found myself down here at Eastern Market more and more yeah, but, um, I love it the, uh, the hey, I'm a member you guys no,
1: great, I'm sorry, yes. excuse me here it just does my membership carry over to
2: down
0: Interesting question. Yeah. Hey, Dane, can you go ahead and address
6: that? Yeah. I, that's probably
4: the question I get the most. Okay. And I'm not going to answer it yet. But I, but I I, do have an answer, and you are going to like it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But it'll come soon. It'll come soon. Okay. Yeah. All I'll say is if you're not a member now, you should become one. Good. Good. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. there's not a bell ringing, but I heard the bell going. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've highly
5: encouraged Dane to... Um, <laughs> screw all his existing Mug Club memberships. <laughs> Have another one that's much more expensive. Um, make them drive down here to get it and not be eligible in Ferndale. And then to ban all children. And, and that'll wow. be, he'll get off to a really good start. Be good to go, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We
4: get we get that question, too, as well. Yeah. The tough thing is I've yeah. got two little ones at home that cause chaos. And I'm like, they're
1: going to be there. So you, gotta, they you got to, they've got, uh, yeah. You, you know, know what? what? I
3: remember having to play Cornhole against someone's kid.
6: Probably mine. I think it was. Mine. I think it was mine.
1: Wait a minute. Who won the game?
6: Uh, well, The ah, oh, oh, uh, That's all. The kid stands uh, right
1: in
3: front and just like throws, throws it, it, it dumps it into the hole. We're
1: not asking that. This yeah. who won the game? Yeah.
5: like how you like me now? <laughs> it's my daddy's place.
1: <laughs> right um, I wanted to ask you a little bit,
2: and, I, and I'll do it while we're on, in case, in case there are other folks that don't know about it, so this Geisha Girls pop up. Yeah. Um, that's uh, Saturday, right? Yeah, uh, Sunday, Saturday, right? Sunday, yeah, yeah. Tell me a little bit about that, What's what time and... and yeah, yeah,
4: so, um. So well, we have an Oktoberfest event Saturday. Oh, yeah,
2: well, maybe talk about that first, and we'll come back from the break and talk about the geisha. Yeah, yeah
1: so well, right first,
2: whichever, whichever yeah. event, you need more time
4: for. Well, it, we just right? have a we have a crazy weekend coming up. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we got Octoberfest Saturday. It's okay. from noon to nine. We're gonna have a German band playing the whole time. Um, we tapped two uh, German beers today or yesterday. Okay. So we got a Kolsch and we got a Fest beer that are amazing. We'll have Steins. Um, we got a lot going on, and then oh, Sun.
5: Like you doing the Steinhoist.
4: Like We're doing a Steinhoist, Yeah, yeah. Um, Seamus, uh, our sales guy, will be leading it. Um, he lost, He got second place last time, and uh, so okay. he's bowed out. He, I don't think he wants to lose again. I will say the guy that won. Drink more beer than he should have, which he yeah. realized after. So I think he just had he just had beer power, man. He yeah. like he held it the whole time. Beer but power
2: is definitely something to be said for beer power. With the guy that won, it
5: fails you though in a brawl. <laughs> Usually. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. I'm gonna have to miss it. Yeah you. Gotta, yeah. Oh, cause you're
1: in Greece.
7: Yeah.
1: Man, I would trade places with you.
7: <laughs>
1: wife might not go for that one day maybe, not so, much. maybe <laughs> yeah. not
7: so much yeah and then we got
4: sushi pop-up the next day sunday yeah. we, we do yeah. pop-ups every sunday from usually like around noon to four okay. um and so uh we got the geisha girls their sushi's amazing
2: yeah i'm looking to come check you guys out on sunday yeah please I'm do always miss my I, I intended to catch them at eight degrees a couple times yeah the schedule just doesn't match up so their sushi them, is so. amazing. Uh, I
4: love sushi, so I, I know it, it's crazy. Like you good, Christian. Yeah,
2: it's pretty good. I had it over at uh, Two Gang Spirits. Oh, they? Oh, they oh, yeah, they go there as
4: well. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. To so, yeah, do to this okay, okay, cool. We'll be Christian there. Sunday. Christian I'm, I'm gonna have out. some time on Christian Sunday Absolutely. with Christian Sunday. That's All right. Looks so like it's time for us to roll into a break. Um, Brews Brothers, live from Eastern Market Brewing Company once again. Here with Dan and Dane talking about the shot her around the world.
6: <laughs> <laughs> and,
2: uh, we'll be back in five. We'll be back in a bit. We are back,
1: Bruce Brothers. For the culture.
2: For the culture, episode 23? 23? twenty-three?
1: Twenty three. Twenty three. For the culture. Ken came up with a drinking game.
2: He did come up with a drinking game, so And <laughs> yeah, that is every time you're here for
1: the culture, you gotta take a You drink. gotta take a drink.
2: So take a drink for
1: the culture. Take a drink for the culture. <laughs> That's
2: two drinks.
1: Still, still yeah, so we're back and we
2: are with the good folks from Ellison Brewing. Um, they're virgins to the show. Glad to have them on. Ken reached out to us and and set this whole piece up. And um, they got a lot of stuff coming up. I'm not going. F- to
1: them do- Introduce themselves. That's what I'm saying. We yeah. got them right here. Yeah. I'm not going to
2: mm-hmm. hog the mic. I'm gonna let you guys do what you do. In whatever order you do it. Um, so,
8: Ellison, take it away. I'm going to go first. Man. My name is Jeff. I just started with Ellison. I'm super happy to be part of the team, and I'm really, really happy that you guys last minute would put us on the show. Thank you so much for having us here. But, um, do it. And I'm the new guy, so I'm going to keep it brief. Besides being the new guy, what what's the new guy mean? Um, I mean, you
1: just go, you know, run to the air. So and I
8: was. I do all the grocery shopping. Um, so I my cleaners. On, you know, <laughs> fill my car up. Oh, I'm my. coming on as a Detroit. Uh, Field sales rep, okay. um, and that uh, basically Ben Wilson, he was just covering such a large, a large portion of the state that they felt the need to focus somebody on Detroit, um, and then a few areas outside of Detroit. And I live close to Detroit, so um, I'll be taking that on, and uh, Ben is going to be focusing hard on uh, other areas. All right.
3: Nice. Yeah. So I am Ben. Um, as Jeff said, Jeff, we're super excited to have him part of the team. So obviously, relatively fresh, uh, but Jeff is not uh, new to the Elixir team as far as friendship and any issue. No,
7: he was when when the whole no. thing went down with Sellermans, and we we had Ben and I had had a conversation with ourselves back in July. I think when we heard about that, it was if we can find any way to get this guy on our team,
1: let's make it happen. And
0: so very unfortunate it, to hear about yeah. Sellermans closing, but uh, a little bit of. A victory
5: for us. Yeah, so, yeah right, kind of Now,
1: right. no, I, I do have to ask, Ben, did you purposely say relatively in your opening, or was that just, <laughs> uh-huh. nah, I caught that. <laughs> right
3: there. <laughs> uh, so as Jeff said, I covered tight um so pretty much uh, east Michigan. Um, now I'm going to be concentrating a little bit more on home-, home County, so I live in Rochester currently. Um and then mid also big city let's on a little bit too and uh, I love Detroit as well so I'll definitely be hanging out with Jeff a lot. So I'll be around for events.
2: So all time. right. Sweet. Yep. So my name's Zach. I
7: handle sales for us on the west side of the state, uh go all the way up to the Mackinac Bridge, all the way down to New Buffalo, Saint Joe. Uh spend a lot of my time in Grand Rapids and Lansing. Um, been with Ellison for about I think it was actually a year and a half yesterday actually.
2: Happy anniversary!
7: So, yeah, a year and a half. It's going strong so far. Like things have been going really well. Happy to be a part of Ellison. Um, it's my hometown brewery. You okay. guys are both East Siders. I'm actually from the Lansing area. Got
2: gotcha. you. Okay. Um,
7: so it was this was the brewery that I was had my first mug club membership in.
2: Ah. Okay. Um. Okay.
7: Way back in year one for Ellison, and yeah, it was my time going through you know my career and stuff. Ellison was when I was a beer buyer, it was one of the first places in Lansing to put their beer on draft. Um, when I was working for a distributor, I was always in line for the releases, anything I could do to get my hands on their beer. And now yeah. I'm fortunate and lucky enough to really
2: I like be working
7: for a brewery that I'm a huge fan of as well.
2: Well, so. I remember like when the when the Haze Craze first hit Michigan, Ellison was the first one to yeah, really drop, start making some quality. Like, dropped, everybody uh, was trying juice. their hand at it, but Ellison, um, Transient, started out doing a really good yeah,
7: job on yeah. it. Yeah, Yeah. Okay, it yeah amazing you guys, stuff down in the bridge, I, used I So used to make yeah. runs on, like,
3: a couple years back. i we'd make runs over to Transient. Yeah. And then, obviously, when Old Nation started doing their thing, it was obviously a big right. an pickup. And then, uh, we just, personally, I just started checking in, because, obviously, I would see boats online. Ellison has cans today. Yeah. So, yeah, quite explosive over the last <laughs> <two> few years.
7: That's <laughs> been, been crazy. I mean, just yeah. to, think, to you know, think, like I said, I remember the first time that we did, that Ellison did a, a Gravity release, um, being at the tap room, and there was maybe... You know, I don't even think it was packed. It wasn't the tap. It was like a Friday night, and the tap room was kind of busy. It wasn't too crazy. Um, and thinking, God, this beer is incredible.
2: So you know and what? So you know what? Since you brought it up, that's a great segue. So we were having a conversation on Brews Brothers maybe a month or so ago, and somebody asked, "What beers in Michigan are, like, are whales?" And the, the the short answer was, we don't have any. But this gravity series shit. Anybody who hasn't had it is is really missing out. Like to, I mean, this stuff is amazing. The hazelnut one from last Force, year. Uh, Force, Force, of gravity. Force of gravity. Force gravity. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I. I mean, I opened the can. We were together. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. I opened the can, and the whole room just smelled it like just hazelnut exploded. coffee. Yeah. It was. It was amazing. That's my favorite
7: mix too. You mix the the coffee variant from last year and the hazelnut together, and oh man, that was man, fantastic. it was it
2: was so amazing. Yeah, yeah. So, are you guys um are you are you guys happy with the reputation of it thus far? Are you trying to? I think so. Waiting for it because I'm assuming it's going to blow up at some. I point. mean, for, the for us, was, it it was
7: something. Um, Ben and I have been working on this, this whole kind of release was something that was really important to us.
6: Mm-hmm.
7: Um, the kind of whole lead up to this, um, the events that we did um, last week at Clubhouse BFD um, over on the west side at Logan's Alley and in, in Lansing at Crunchies, um, that was something we really pushed for very hard. At the beginning of the, the year, we really wanted to get this beer out, get it to in front of consumers, let them you know get a taste of it before it's actually released and really you know make their own decision on it. Yeah. And, Lucky for us it, it seems like we made a pretty good beer and people seem to be pretty happy with it I guess and so Well this is pretty amazing. This I is the Gravitational that, Attraction. Yeah, this is the yeah.
8: yeah. marshmallow. So this is the new batch of Gravitational well, so that, that, Attraction. That's what uh, yeah, I going to Let's go to Mike's. You guys are drinking 2019 Gravitational Attraction. so obviously thank you for the compliments. We're really glad that people seem to enjoy the first Um, Vintage of the Gravity Series, which were all aged in Buffalo Trace barrels. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Aaron Hansen, owner and head brewer of Ellison, uh, as an artist, I think he's the type of guy who always strives to to level up and, and just improve his program as much as he possibly can. So what he did this year is, uh, I think it was a similar time that it spent in the barrels nine-plus months. Yeah, we instead of using day. Buffalo Trace barrels, everything across the board is now going to be aged in Old Weller Antique barrels. Um, and as you may or may not know... Ding, notice, ding. Where's the barrel on that one? Right. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, it's just, I mean... the. The liquid speaks for itself. Man, this is um, this is amazing. It's good. And so, gravitational gravitational attraction is our base. Fourteen and a half, fourteen and a half right. uh, percent barrel aged imperial stout, aged for nine plus months in old weather antique barrels, um, and then conditioned on a shitload of marshmallow. I, I'll tell I you, man. Like,
2: I've I've had a few beers in my time from. Have you? A
6: couple. <laughs> a couple.
2: <laughs> and you know, from different places, I've had these stouts that are. You know, top notch. We've we've had the number crunch and the fo and you know these styles from these different places. And anybody who says that this is not in the same league is kidding themselves.
1: This, this is amazing. The nose on this is amazing yeah, too. Yeah, before I even taste I it. I mean, this, this marshmallow is jumping all out at you, and, and 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 you haven't put any. Marshmallow into the wax because it's in a can. Because it's
6: in a can. <laughs> 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 oh, okay. Okay. I'll, I'll wax i wax a Marshmallow
8: You in a can, that.
6: Just fell out of his mouth one day, and it was
8: like, holy shit, that's the most amazing thing I've ever been thought of in my entire life. That is, and it was so next level.
1: And the thing, you know, and shout out to Mark Vessel because that beer was also so next level, you know, and 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 the that. palatable reserve is the thought of what. He did to put that marshmallow scent into that wax that just you know it, it heightened your anticipation, mm-hmm. you know be, before you went to the bottle. I mean, so it, it was it was pure genius. Oh. I mean, everything. I, yeah. I say that yes, to say yeah, that, yes. that this is and, and Mallow Bean was I think my favorite of last year or, or yeah. that this year, earlier this year. Who so would have
0: been last year? I think Mallow
1: Bean was last
7: year. I believe it was
0: last year. Yeah, last year. Yeah, yeah.
1: So Mallow Bean was my favorite beer of, of twenty eighteen you know and, and and this is right up there with that i mean th- this is an awesome beer guy thank you Seriously. that's
8: uh, that's pray, amazing man. because of the, obviously the attention surrounding that beer um aaron and mark and just the whole drafting table team yes. are just they're a powerhouse over mm-hmm. there and like i think a personal thing that that the three of us have discussed is if we can get Aaron Resnick and Aaron Hansen in the same room with some brewing equipment, yeah. that would just be yeah. something to act, to, to behold. Make yeah. sure I get a call. Hey, on. I, wanna be, <laughs> I don't I'm, have to be I'm in missing. the room. Put me right outside the room. Make, Make sure. Glass. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll be good to go. <laughs> but uh, both teams are super busy right now. And, uh, you know, hey, maybe it'll happen one day. Who knows? Sure. We just did um, our
3: anniversary party. So obviously a lot is going
8: on. Anniversary party, you say? Oh, yes. Uh, so it's
3: going to be our fourth anniversary party on Saturday. A
8: well, lot going on in here this Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a lot. So
7: much. Yeah. It, seems, yeah. it seems that first first weekend of October has, I think it, last year, somebody else, I think Drafting Table had a release last year, didn't they? Correct. Well, yeah, Drafting Table is
8: October
3: best. Yeah. Right around yep. Same time, yeah. Yep. We, yeah. But especially for us, obviously, four anniversary players.
1: You say how many years now? Four, four Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Wow. Congratulations. It's
3: going to be our Bear League release as
7: well. Okay. Saturday.
1: Uh,
3: so, we're opening up at 8 a.m. Uh, a big
7: breakfast at yep, mug club. Mug club members, eight a.m. Uh, do a breakfast for them. We'll start the release for it's mug club only from eight to ten. So will this be available Saturday? It will it'll be on draft. Yeah, we'll have all the we'll have all okay. the barrel aged beers on draft. Um, okay. We've we've got the mug club pickup from eight to ten o'clock, um, where people have prepaid for their allotments. Um, ten o'clock it goes live. So I'm so antici- yeah uh-huh. anticipating we'll probably have a decent line for it.
3: So people have already been asking us.
7: Oh, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wait yeah. a minute. I'm
1: sorry. This minute. beer is no yeah.
7: good, you all. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Don't buy, Don't
3: buy <laughs> any <for> more. <laughs> <Yeah. of>
1: <laughs> so what about somebody who's going to be out of the country this Saturday? Got to no, get they they on they yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, that most kind of them to do. We're
3: going to see some people around. Oh, I would imagine uh, so. Yeah. But yeah, everything will be on draft on Saturday as mm-hmm. well. And then leading up, I think we we'll believe we started
2: yesterday or the
7: day before, we're tapping vintages yep. last year. Oh, nice. oh, wow, nice. Yeah, we had uh, Dissenting Opinions. Our barley wine was on the yep. other day. We had Gravity yep. Shift on today, I think, which is okay. um, uh, what is that? That's uh, Cacao Nibs and uh, Vanilla. vanilla? Yeah. yeah, Asian Vanilla. So we had those guys on. Um, and then I think uh, we might see Forster I think. Hey Jim, what's next? Tomorrow,
8: I say, yeah. Oh, you guys want the sneak peek, so nobody has tried this outside yeah. the brewery yet. Oh, this shit. is, oh, uh, the is Yeah, the, the the blank can. Oh. So leaves, forgive yeah. me if I'm mistaken, but last year we released five barrel aged stouts. This year we have an additional one. Is the sixth one? Um, it's called Quantum Gravity. Um, same deal as the gravitational attraction, so aged for nine plus months in Old Weller antique barrels, and then this one we conditioned on uh, toasted coconut. Oh. Oh wow. Um, Sasha you milk.
7: So we had we had the uh, nice little collab that we did with Barclay brewing the uh, coconut waves. Okay. And uh, that was not a barrel aged beer actually. That was just yeah. a straight up Imperial style with tonic but coconut. This
2: one
1: doesn't even have a label. label.
2: So Thanks. what do you guys right. what's your um what's your official take? on aging these. So I know a lot of people are going to get these cans and say, well, I'm still on it for a year. So after drinking this first one, for, it's not hot. It's very well blended already. You
1: I can't would, get that 14 and a half at all. No. no. So
2: aging, it, there's nothing that aging is going to do for this beer. I,
1: I think the beers stand up. I mean, yeah. I, for us too, this is all
7: very new. I mean, yeah. um, we were honestly, this year with our events we were tapping vintages at, we were, I've got a couple cans still hanging out in my, you know, in my cellar. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we were very curious just to see how these beers stood up, how the, the coffee, you know, stood up over a year, especially just in a keg or anything like that. And honestly, yeah. they, they did age well. Okay. But I, I do think, and it's one of the things that I've always agreed with, um, the guys over at Founders and stuff. I mean, these be- this guys over at Founders and all that. <laughs> but these beers sit in, in barrels for nine months. I mean, they've been, this beer has yeah, been Yeah, we don't aged. recognize those yeah. guys over here. But I, I, do, I do feel like, man, we age these beers. These beers are ready to drink you, know, did you I mean, get no, no, I, I, I did that get that. So yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Like have
0: conversation about this lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, what age does to and
3: Obviously, I think, again, a lot of that comes down to personal opinions too.
0: Uh, yeah. But coming
3: out, again, uh, we're only at our four-year anniversary here. So this is our third time, I believe, releasing Bare town Yep. Uh, so it's, only, it's a learning process for us. Uh, Personally, if you ask me, um, I like to meat, so nothing really lasts a whole lot around me. Uh, but that's me personally.
2: You might be my spirit animal, sir. Sure.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I do like to do though is I always like to try and save at least one of something. Yeah. That
7: way, especially if I to enjoy yeah. it. Just so you can see what happens right. to it.
3: Right. Yeah. 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 But uh, and personally, as far as our beer, um, I've held back cans of Gravity Shift, which is our on um, support as well as our barley wines as well. They've held up. Yeah,
7: I think yeah. you and I can both go three years back to the vintages. I mean, you, we yeah. were both chasing after these beers before yeah. we even worked for the brewery. So <laughs> yeah. I, I, I know I've yeah. got uh,
2: some of the original gravity shifts in my cellar. I did inadvertently hold... Uh, I've got a two-year-old gravity shift at home, so I haven't gotten into that yet. It's neat no. to
7: see too. I mean, for us, it's, it's like Jeff alluded to earlier, every time that we do these beers, it's not like we're just doing the same thing and just beating our head against the wall with it. We're constantly trying to evolve and change, you know, and make the beer a better beer. Yeah. So you're looking at, you know, our first year. I think I think they were still Buffalo Trace barrels. And that first gravity shift was great. Um, the next, was blend, but yeah, the, 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 the next the next one was all Trace barrels, and that one was fantastic. And then moving for, you know, we're adding, you know, old Weller barrels in the mix. So I think you can really actually, if you go through the the vertical now with going back last year and the year before that, you can really see the progression of us as a brewery I mean from yeah. what we were doing three years ago in such a small you know batch, and just you know hopefully somebody likes this beer to now we're doing stuff where it's just like.
1: No, we got old roller barrels. This is gonna be. Yeah,
2: I mean, you guys are doing, I mean, I haven't tasted this yet.
8: This, the nose on this coconut.
1: Yeah, I haven't. I haven't tasted yeah. it yet, but but I do want to just switch My gears. Oh. Please
8: enjoy because I've got some things to say about aging Uh-oh. too. So, I, I, you know. I am lucky enough to have uh, Jesus Christ, been a professional in this business for a number of years and also it's a hobby of mine too. I really enjoy, you know, I have a beer cellar at home. Yeah. Um, I like to host <laughs> shares when I can. I attend shares when I can. Um, and the one thing that I've learned over the last, you know, almost a decade I'd say that I've been really immersed in this world is, you know, you can't always depend on what the liquid is going to do. You know, uh, beer math doesn't make any damn sense none at all yeah you can open up a a, a, you know two of the same batch that were aged right next to each other under optimal conditions and they might taste completely different yeah Um, Yeah. you know and there's a lot of stuff that people will say about the uh, the integrity of the seal on a can or the integrity of the seal on a cap on a bottle but look man if you're drinking something that tastes great right now why wait? Why the <laughs> fuck would you wait? Okay. <laughs> right, Drink right. it now and it. Just for that. Enjoy it, yeah. enjoyed, yeah. right? Just Absolutely. Have it. Enjoy Absolutely. it. Um, well, you just know, to be
1: counterpoint I, on that, yeah. you know, there initially were beers that supposedly were intended to be. Sure. You know, seller right, and age, right. And, you know, that, that fallacy has come to light to where some beers hold up, some don't. Yeah. You, you know, and, and, and from a person who has... Two sellers at home, <laughs> um, too full. <laughs> well, they're not full. We're, we're drinking them down there.
6: Yeah?
1: We're drinking them down, but Allegedly. I would not encourage anyone to sell her beyond control.
6: Mm-hmm. You know, sure. I
1: do agree with that. It like like this. Uh, that first one we had, the what was the, the name the of the gravitational attraction? attraction. Yeah, the Marcon, gravi- yeah. gravitational attraction. Fourteen and a half percent was fabulous. Fab- yes. Wonderful. I would wonder, you know, how that holds up for a year or so. You know, But right now, it's great.
6: Yeah.
1: You know, so, again, I tend to lean now towards what is the brewer's intention? Right. If the brewer's intention is for it to be drank now, then I, I want to drink it Let's drink it If now. the brewer's intention says, hey, sit on it for a year, because there are some beers that are obviously hot. You know, that one was not hot at all. Yeah. In 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 it, in it. yeah, Belgian
8: lambic, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. I have found in my personal experience, mm-hmm. and I hate to ever tell people, you know, how to do things because it's our palate. We are all experiencing something at least a little bit differently based on the experiences that we've had from right. when we're drinking this same uh, beverage I'm still right now. i that marshmallow. So, I mean, it, it can <laughs> be it
7: can be more,
3: <laughs> It
8: can be <laughs> anything. Orval is the best beer out there that ages
0: so beautifully.
8: Yeah. And it's funny when you, like that particular beer, when you see the label, it, it gives you five years. So it says, bottle down, and then five years later it says, best buy. Yep. I have lost a couple of bottles in my infinite wisdom of mm-hmm. not organizing the cellar, <laughs> and found a couple that were seven years old, and I have found that
6: seven years, two years
8: past what it says that you should it's enjoy better. it at, it. The Brett character blossoms beautifully and and for my personal palate, that's an experience that I am happy to share and suggest with people that they try. Um, But something like this, I feel that maybe I'm fearful that it's not going to be the same experience, so therefore I'm just drinking them up. So that's that's where I am with it because I can't imagine this being any better. Mm
2: -hmm. That's where where you go. It's looking amazing Right. right now. And I'm gonna be pissed off just, if a year yeah, later exactly I'm like I, I should have drank that shit when, <laughs> a year ago when yeah. I put it on the show because this is great. The I, coconut I mean it is like is right there. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, and again these are not hot. You know, a lot of times you'll get a fresh imperial yeah, stout, yeah. especially when you got that high ABV. And you know, it burns you up a little bit going down. These are. Well, I mean, it's something sitting
7: in a metal can it's not it's not like you, you're taking this home and putting it in a bourbon barrel and it's, it's adding more character it's just it's right. a, if it's doing anything it's mellowing and there, are, like you said there are some beers that really do need to have that time to mellow and there's some beers that still have you know stuff going to work inside that bottle or can yeah um you know and, and there are i've got beers that i am you know absolutely these things are going to sit for 10 years yeah. you know and i i don't care if it ends up being bad oh shit i spent 10 bucks on yeah we're just right. right you right. know right. i spent more, more. The, okay yeah, yeah you know i, I you yeah. know i did this to myself all the science, end, yeah, science
8: yeah, exactly you know, yeah uh one final thing i wanted to mention about this particular beer that we're really excited about is that we officially registered it for Fobab 2019 yeah. and that's all so this is going to be in so there's competition some gold medals on the way there in Hopefully, the yeah. uh oh, in yeah. the, oh, the yeah. this particular one the quantum gravity the new one the took the coconut is yeah going to be in the uh i believe it's specialty porter stout category okay you got a
1: winner on your hands
8: yeah you got a winner uh, on your hands well hand, we're man. going up against a monster in uh who won last year uh not only gold for their category but gold for best in show Ooh. um Logic, fundamental observation you got now, a winner on your hands so you got you got um, a competitor
6: yeah, we just so had so we uh, just popped had a couple, couple fo's F-
8: two weeks ago yeah. yeah
1: you got a winner on your you hands uh,
6: we
8: really appreciate that you <laughs> know i think that uh just humbly being able to be considered in the same category of stuff that people adore like that is yeah. just oh, a couple years ago. Before,
1: yeah. the, 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 the first, the first uh, FO I drank a couple years ago. You know, I feel like you know that just the, the heavens had opened, right? And it was like, <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, the yeah. And and it was just great. Yeah. Um. And you know, just like with the haze craze, Michigan has caught up to around the country and we're just not as respected outside of Michigan. Right. But those of us who've had the opportunity to face the bottle logic, the tree houses and, and all the others that are so-called uh, whales, yeah. uh, we're on par with any whale that, that I've had. Yeah. yeah, and we talked about it a number of times. There's no need for, if you're plugged
2: in to the Michigan beer scene, there's no need mm-hmm. to chase stuff from out of state. If you get your hands on it, that's great. It's great yeah. to have a variety. But you got everything you could possibly want. There, there's,
0: there's, yeah. there's, there's, there's some are. beers that are, I mean, that are, are. sitting on a shelf. Yeah, there's yes. some beers that yes. are sitting yes. on a shelf
7: mm-hmm. right now at a, you know, yeah. mire that people yeah. would kill for outside of the mm-hmm. state yeah. that are just sitting there collecting dust. Yeah, I mean, there, there are just incredible beers all over the state mm-hmm. from, like from all life. over. Uh, the
2: first time I had fo like when said like that was the. Uh, it was the Holy oh, Grail, and then it was like okay stuff in Michigan that there. yeah. like there's no need to trade, there's no need to go outside. Like, we just, we yeah. have better stuff here too. So, yeah,
8: sure. You guys are definitely We're lucky still. What's next there. up, Jeff? Um so the other thing we wanted to talk about is this uh, yeah. this new promotion that we're dealing with. Um, and not so, to downplay
3: the Barrel Age
6: program. Of we're course, Bears no, no. I, I don't yeah, think you could. No. No, yeah, no, yeah. No, no, he couldn't. The I anniversary, mean, uh, no, no particular order, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> whatever. I'm
0: trying to uh, get into it too much.
3: Uh, Aaron, if I could speak more, and he's not here right now. Uh, Be no, careful. He just has a lot going on. Uh, so uh, definitely lots of different facets that we're kind of getting into right now. The Barrel Age, obviously, the anniversary week. So we We're going to talk about right now. Uh, and a lot of those trails right
0: Yeah, so uh, this
8: promotion right now that you're about to try is a thing that we rolled out in the Detroit area last week. We're hitting Oakland and Macomb County now. Um, Washtenaw County is coming, I believe, next week. Um, So this is a promotion with 97.1 The Ticket, the sports talk radio station. I heard about Um, this.
2: Matter of fact, I I was hoping you guys would name it Valini the Jerk. (laughs) <laughs> but I, I, yeah, I, I heard about this.
8: I was looking forward to tasting it. Good. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad that we could share this one with you. So yeah. we did two beers. Uh, we did a very basic lager. I believe uh, flaked, uh, flaked yeah. corn and rice was included in the grain bill with that one. Um, and that one's really fun. It's, it's super clean and, and has a, an ironic sort of a velvety texture to it, but just a really elegant lager. Um, and this, what you're tasting now, is the 97 won the ticket hazy IPA. The cool thing about this one is Aaron Hansen kind of took the framework of Dawn Street and it's kind of like, if you could go back in time and you could do something differently, how would you do it kind of thing. And and the one thing that I admire him for so much is that he pays extra special attention to the science of what happens with the brewery. Mm, I think a lot of times um, we... As professionals, we uh, listen to the consumers obviously because the consumers have all the money and the consumers are drinking all of our product. Without them, you don't have anything, right? Right, and we're being led into this this realm where excess is all that matters right now. Give me mm-hmm. all, give me everything, yep. and give me all of it. I fucking want it all, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and what Aaron has figured out is with the, the 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 certain temperatures at the boil and the certain times during the boil at which the wort will accept the most amount of the hop oils Mm, mm -hmm. is something that he is focused on. And what he's done with this one is um, with Dawn Street, he's taken Simcoe hops out of the fold. So it's just mosaic and citra. Um, And I actually talked to him on Monday morning and he was like, oh, I use less hops with this one than I do with Dawn Street because I figured out a way to incorporate the oils and all the things that the hops have to offer gotcha. at certain stages and certain temperatures of the boil. And that is such a fascinating thing. Keeps um, down, right?
0: That keeps
8: yeah, the ABV down. So, yeah. so what's um, the ABV on this
0: okay, so one?
3: Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my number one to play am on the quote unquote A boy. my number one to play with any dry hop IPA or any new one style IPA man is that fitness, right? That fitness, mm-hmm. uh, I love obviously love to drink them uh, but you get drink you know a pint or two. And a lot of the times you may times higher, so 5% yeah. obviously adds mm. you know,
2: Everything is sessionable if you drink enough of them.
8: Well, you know what? Speaking of sessionability, uh, we're keeping the cost incredibly down because we because of that science and paying extra special attention, we're able to use less ingredients, and therefore mm. we can keep the cost down. Gotcha. So if you okay. want to go and party and Uber to your favorite bar yeah. you and drink Have three, four, five, six, you know, whatever yeah. the bar is willing to do yeah. without going with the irresponsible service,
2: <laughs> right. um, you can drink a bunch of these things. So how would that come about? Did 971 come to you guys? Was it a mutual thing? Was we, it? We've got, you know, I mean, there's, uh, I think, yeah, it was. It's, um,
7: I think, you know, between Aaron and a couple of the other guys uh, at the brewery, there's some connections that go back. I, I know there's some friends that kind of cross over as far as guys that are doing a lot over at 971. The ticket that are Zach, you know, these guys no Darsh. Yeah, so uh, Darsh. Uh, Dar- <laughs>
6: Dar- yeah, Darsh.
7: Yeah, Darsh. Darsh really, I think him and
1: um,
2: our operations manager, JR and Dark's
7: Aaron, big got together. Guy, yeah,
6: yes. 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 yeah,
0: I,
2: yeah. I know Darsh from some other.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, just just speaking, guys, uh, Mark Vessel said hello to us. What's
2: up,
7: Mark?
8: Hi,
2: Mark Vessel. How's it going, man?
8: Yeah,
7: see you. And,
2: and we've got a, Drinking
8: a Mosaic
7: Waves to say, yesterday. That was fantastic. They can't wait
1: holy shit.
0: Amazing. So
7: a lot of I pulled
1: that out from my friends from Washington I and blew their fucking minds. I bet it did, uh, yeah. yeah. They had it. I'm sorry. I just want to... Change gears just a little bit as, as we you know are starting to wind the clock down a little yeah um, there's no question that you guys are making some awesome brews right now, no question, and I also like as Jeff mentioned, the price points are very affordable as compared to a lot of other things that aren't as good. you know when you go into your your, your regular b- beer marks and you look at getting some Ellison brews and saying, hey um, I've got some beers that don't uh, step up to you guys that is that are more than double the cost. Yeah. You know, so yeah. uh, kudos to that, too. But um, in terms of, of what I would like to know is now that you're approaching your four-year anniversary, what are you guys doing in terms of being a good community partner, reaching out to um, being a brewery of inclusion and, you know, part being of our... a good our, neighbor. Our, you know, being a good neighbor because Brews Brothers and some of the other groups that, that we're on, but more specifically Brews Brothers, we're very, it's very important to us that we associate with, with allies and folks that are good neighbors and, and doing good community work as well as making good beers.
7: Yeah. So I know we did, a, um, we did a tap handle, I think, this past month where we were donating to, um, I think it was cancer research, I want to say. Um, was it
6: feel-good tap? Yeah, we had,
7: yeah, yeah, we had, yeah, I'm not sure it was feel-good. We were doing something. We had somebody who partnered up with us for a tap where we were I don't know if it was feel-good, but it, it might was, have been something else. Um, and then me being in our Lansing rep, um, I've done a whole bunch of other. Just you know, we've done a couple events. We did one with a um, a charity that was for um, abused women,
6: mm-hmm. and
7: um, I I donated my time. We donated you some you know, some and other and stuff just important. to come in and, and uh, we we sat there. We hung out and we you know supplied the beer for this and and,
2: um, and said. I just want to I, I wanna not to cut you off. No, no, touch on that for just a second. That's big because we all know how douchey and prickish this beer industry can be, absolutely, and, yeah, and how how beer consumers can be, and how a lot of times the uh, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of times some of the more immature male egos, a lot of bravado, and a lot, a lot of, you know, of that. Yeah. and for you to to take the time to do. A piece for a women's shelter. Yeah, I and mean, it was it was women. a humbling experience. Yeah. I mean we, we yeah. went over
7: there. We had one of our um, one of our bartenders help out as well, and sat there and um, listened to these women tell their stories as well.
5: Yeah,
7: um, and we donate like I said we donated all the beer, everything that we could uh, yeah. for that. And and uh, that's that's somewhere I think we're looking to work with them more. Um, uh, the the uh, place is called Eve.
6: I've heard um, of it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. and
7: that was something I, we worked with them they approached me one of my friends is actually um, she's got her MSW she's a master's in social work mm-hmm. and uh, she actually came to me and said hey you know I've got this program they're really looking to do something um, they want to really they want to do this kind of corks and kegs kind of event yeah um, they want it to be you know just something where we can get people out and drink crap beer and and hear these women's you know just get people to have a good time, create a good environment, good atmosphere for this yeah. and and yeah and and get these you know women out in, a, in an environment, and let them share their stories about what happened to them and and how you know this you know this charity certain charity affected them and really made a difference in their lives and it was i mean some of these women's stories is incredible yeah and for yeah
3: for
0: now if i can speak on that as well a lot of the focus lately has been out of the breweries in lansing and focusing in lansing so i know we have ties in
3: with our Club membership as well yeah there and then i know this saturday we're doing those little glasses right correct yeah so yeah and we're so um, you know, i'm not sure the percentage that's going out uh, but i know two charities are connected in lansing with those as well, so okay. we'll see, so we're offering.
7: That's, that's something where Aaron, Aaron and our operations manager have really been it's just, I mean they just come up with these little tiny things and it's just it's it's not something where it's like let's let's you know we have. it just it happens. And yeah. all of a sudden we're just like, you know, oh yeah, we got that going on for a charity and this is going on for a charity. Um the
3: next
1: few months. Oh wow, nice. Yeah, Definitely get involved with that community yeah. as well. Yeah.
3: I've had multiple conversations with them over the past um, people, six months or so um, on the community. we're um, all three of us now yeah. get messages uh connect to our Facebook opportunity. So mm-hmm. we receive um, all the Facebook mm-hmm. messages that are mm-hmm. countless different things for everything, everything, and uh, a lot of our uh, management team and everything have been bring back out. Um, so I know we're gonna take this thing and stuff from the Atlantic trying to branch out. Okay.
6: okay.
7: Yeah, and fun. I mean we've got I think between our like our brewery management and the our pub manager and stuff like they they've done stuff where we've got um where we're putting our Lansing our other Lansing location, which is going to be more of kind of like a brew pub feel um in the uh, REO town of Lansing um it's kind of the last neighborhood that's really kind of up and coming in the Lansing area and I know we've done um a couple projects down there just cleaning up the area as far as like just our pub manager's taken like fifteen of our employees out there. With trash bags and you know little stakes and just picking up trash and making you know, trying to just better that neighborhood and stuff because it's it, it's I think that area is kind of the the last area in Lansing that's really starting to come back up yeah um, and we're really really happy and excited to be a part of it too I mean that that new location is it's beautiful it's one of the uh, it's one of the oldest buildings in Lansing actually that we're we're getting into it's the old our uh, old showroom and so I think it's honestly one of the oldest car showrooms. In the state, if not in the country, honestly. Quality production facility. Yeah, it was a beauty yeah. production facility. It it fires. It burned down. Yeah, fires we, as well. we, yeah, we we keep getting messages about when that building's going to oh, open. Man. It's it's a hundred and something year old building. I mean, it, it's I it takes a little tender love and, love and care love to get that thing <laughs> open. running. we Yeah, so we're on it. yeah so we're, still up and running. Yeah,
6: exactly.
7: and that's not going anywhere. That's a production facility. Um, the the land, yeah, the. The La- yeah, the Lans- the Lansing facility with those on you know. Dawn
1: Street, the the pale ale. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's a
6: little namesake beer. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know,
1: so yeah, the, the yeah the Lansing in a purple can, if yep. I'm not mistaken. It, it is right? exactly. it's
2: it's that, that purple it's can. This 971 beer is pretty, not not, nice beer. It's,
8: it's it's pretty prize, good, man. I like it. Nice smooth. It's got a lot of orange. I mean, yeah, it's it's nice. You know,
1: the Dawn Street and the purple can, and you know, being able to identify all of that. No way. No prize
8: there. a Prize?
1: No, no prize. All kinds of
7: prizes
6: surprise yeah. <laughs> i think i got a sign or something yeah. in the car. i don't know i might have a t-shirt or a hat in there somewhere
1: I
7: yeah,
6: like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you get that guy
7: it's like don't tell
3: don't tell him about the purple
7: <laughs> I'm telling you guys man I, I gotta
2: every now and then i come up with these ideas that i just think are just top-notch winners and this one it's, it's been bouncing around in my head you guys need to make a sour. And I mean like a totally... Sour, a nice we're, sour. Make, we're making some sour. And call it Valenti's yeah. a Jerk. You got to do it. Make it a 97 one here. Valenti's oh, a Jerk. Man. Oh, yeah. So that's an incredible idea. So, yeah, um, he, Lord has, knows he's a sour ass. So, you know, just of course, do the sour. He'll get a kick out of it. You know? What phone
0: line with the phone program We've been naming a lot of
3: our
2: sour. See? Yeah. See? Yeah. Yeah. He's, got, he's, he's got, a go.
7: got a
8: lot of... A lot the of my mm-hmm. I, I found developers. out Usoff mm-hmm. is the dog. I found that out today. I thought it that <laughs> no, was, um yeah, that was we kayak. also have fooders, wine fooders, cognac fooders or excuse me, cognac punchins, uh, wine mm. punchins, we've got oak fooders in there now. Okay. I don't know. I yeah. kinda yeah. figured yeah. Uh, Sergei Sergey Fudorov was kind of an <laughs> obvious choice. <laughs> but uh yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've got another important question
1: yeah. for you guys.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: We've got a um, and, and first, you know, thanks for your answer on, on the community piece. Yes, I mean, yes our yes. listeners would definitely like like to hear that because we are a very co- community conscious group. You know, so, so that's very important. Yes. Um, my next question, though, is as we're mentioning Harry's uh, brainstorm because he just can't get his mind off sours. He's oh, just here. We go. Love his sours so well, much. I've been drinking sours every but day for the last two weeks. We we have a a, a group coming in in June of 2020. Um, national group would probably have a couple bus loads, and so far we've talked to a few different breweries, who all are doing a special beer for us. You know, and brewing a a, a special like Bruce Brothers type beer um, to mark the occasion when when the group arrives. And you know, are, is that something that you guys would be interested or open to or
0: able
6: 100%. to do? So I mean, we can't uh, speak for obviously without being Aaron, too overcommittal. You are. Yeah.
8: We would love to have you there. We would love to show you the barrel room and what we're doing back there. We'll get back there. We'll pull some nails. We'll have some good times. We'll have some it's good beverages, good. and we'll talk about stuff. Hell yeah. And you know, I don't see why it wouldn't be something we can work on. now,
3: to see we're at. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Aaron is
7: the guy that makes the ultimate decision on what we brew and stuff. Of course,
8: of what we can make do something cool and now with what Aaron has employed for a lot of these esoteric like very unique brews. So we would love to have all of you guys over and chat further about that and get everybody involved. Just do and that. We'll figure out how we can tie that into the
1: one community. One more to class. the list, right? What, what, what we'll do is um, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll get together and, and prior to maybe in uh, November December we'll check the calendar. And see if we can you know, road trip out to Ellison. Of course. Uh, no. One of our jumps. Yeah. And uh
3: I'm just reach out to Lending A yeah. and say, Carry you guys, uh obviously just contact me yeah. Yeah. These, these,
7: okay. these guys we'll usually take on care on on of it
0: and, for
3: sure
7: like I yeah. said yeah. I live in Lansing so it's a very easy that's my one of my favorite things that we get to do is these guys will literally just send endless amounts of people up to the brewery oh, I and I, I get to play host <laughs> and man I there's nothing better than getting to show people around oh, a brewery yeah. and talk about the stuff that we've got coming up and the things that we're doing and you know just it's it's so fun to have people, too, that are so, you know,
2: enthusiastic about what you've got going on and, and, and wanting to, you know, see what's, you know. Great roar. It's
1: It's awesome, man. Well, you guys, man, you guys
2: are it. doing amazing work. And I know we talked about, so we talked about the IPAs and we talked about the Gravity Series. Um, but you guys got some, like, just some kind of like your standard styles, man. Like, you got a That's tiramisu,
0: yeah. right? Uh, yeah, tiramisu. yeah.
7: is just a, I mean, it's a great 8%. Yeah, man. Easy drink. It's, it's, yeah. it's one of those beers that I think every now and again we get knocked a little bit for it being light. But it's eight, 8%. It's, eight percent. it's got a light body. You can chug that thing, man. I mean, uh, not, so light, not light on ABV, but just, you know, it, it doesn't, doesn't have that thick. Yeah. yeah. But it's yeah. tamaseu. It's supposed to be a pick-me-up. It's not supposed right. to be a beer that weighs you down, and right. you get that 8%. You can drink a couple of those beers, yeah. man. Yeah. It's, it's dangerous. Uh, I mean, I, I can no, those are two means, um, different monsters.
3: Body base there as as, just kind of base out. Yeah. Um, but as far as our core program, I've had a huge fan of our Amber Ellis. Me and Jeff have seen a lot of success. Yeah. With it.
6: um, it's been doing
8: great in Grand Rapids, yeah. too. There's a trick up his <laughs> sleeve with that one. Yep. There's a teeny it's, tiny it's, touch it's, of chocolate malt in that one. It's uh, a, uh, a sleeper. Spring, man. this beautiful uniqueness to it that other, in my opinion anyways, other ambers just don't achieve that begs another sip. Gotcha. You know, oftentimes I feel like it's like, I'll have an answer.
6: Yeah. Yeah. But now yeah. it's like, Is that Amber? It's got something to it. After you know? that.
8: Shout out to
1: Sasha Wamba, who's missed what's the up, coconut Sasha? tonight. Are you back from that toilet bowl no, down we, we, we south we started, that you built? to, this, to? This, this nice <laughs> coconut brew, in, uh, Sasha. Oh, well. Ohio, lowercase
2: o. <laughs> um, so I, I know we're up against it a little bit, but before we go, I wanted to ask each of you, what's your favorite beer? that you guys do really at Ellison. Really
7: that we do at Ellison. Yeah. Not, it's not our favorite beer. Well,
2: but you know what,
1: both. Beers. What, what both. do you drink
7: okay. if you're not drinking Ellison?
1: And what's your favorite from Ellison? You like want to lead off? Your on? favorite Ellison and favorite non-Ellison.
7: Uh, all right, I'll start. Um, it's going to be a five
3: for two, though, unfortunately. Okay. Um, so, originally, Dawn Street was a beer that maybe me fall the three. Um, as, as I stated earlier, I'm a big fan of IPAs and the IPAs. Um, Dawn Street, to me, has everything I want about a New IPA. style IPA. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just, not that over, I don't want to say cloying feeling, but just drinkability, man. Yeah. The are super fresh full.
1: Uh, they there as well. And then, uh, to be honest, I, for whoever yeah. didn't get a taste, we were
3: actually
2: drinking it. right now. It's more of a compliment.
6: Yeah. Um, really good. Christian missed out.
2: Awesome. You
1: didn't get any? little <laughs> <laughs> bit. good, man. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is an all
7: New Zealand hop beer. I mean, you right. got New Galaxy beer. and Nelson sauv in this thing. Mm.
3: So uh, yeah. Oof. Yeah. I lost my shit last year when I got <laughs> this beer. Um, I got roughly about a case of it for me personally. And I, don't even, I mean, I can say I don't even...
7: Nobody in the market saw that beer Ben drink at all? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I yeah.
3: love yeah. this beer. Um, the hops just scream out. Um, but yeah, so I would Ooh. say it had to be attacked exactly personally for me babies we street uh, and uh, the molly. But very hard to say because obviously I love the gravity for it. as well.
2: What about non-Ellison beers? What do you use?
3: Oh, man, I'm um, also a barley wine guy. Okay. i into the, the barley wine, yep. um, so I have to say this is going to be odd or wrong, but I always tell people this, man. The first time I tried straight, uh, straight jacket from Revolution. Oh, um, okay.
2: Was, honestly, Where's it? Red Beard? It
3: was one of my favorite beers.
2: Red Beard. every time he so, comes across a straight jacket. It for me, man. That first yeah. time me trying straight jacket, it yeah. started with my mind. It was one
3: for me.
8: Yeah.
1: Don't we have a barley wine from Axl down there? Do we
8: have a barley wine? Break it out. Yeah. Yeah. Dan Riley, did you bring a barley wine?
6: Oh, I did not bring a barley wine. Oh. oh <laughs> <laughs> was, all I wanted was
7: a little bit of life. I've got a little and I've
5: got another wolf stuff. Oh, I've got a bottle open. Oh, yeah. First of all, a bottle. The insufferable. <laughs> <really laughs>
0: so ridiculous. <laughs> hey, man. The problems we
8: suffer through <laughs> during one of our podcasts, <laughs> man. You know, <laughs> hey. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go next, and um, I'm going to go with a uh, beer that has sort of currently won me over, and that's our flagship IPA. Um, I think that that is a style that is kind of forgotten right now. Mm -hmm. Um, People are really into the haze and they're really into the milkshake IPA. They're into other variations of the style, which is totally okay because there's a lot of amazing representations of that style, but Crescent Fresh, just our everyday drinking IPA. IPA, I think it's... The green can. The green can, yeah. The green can. (laughs) Color blocking, for sure. Um, And it's just a fantastic, well-balanced IPA. Um, You know, again, uh, working for Aaron and, and how much extra special attention he gives in the brew house is just very admirable and I just absolutely love it. Uh, I got a couple that are not Ellison beers that I've been on. So I'll, my, my favorite craft beer drinking experience was from a brewery called Alpine I think it came out in early 2013. It was called Shame on Us. Okay. Uh, but it was spelled like uh, uh, the French way, so C-H-E-Z-M-O-N-U-S. Ah. Uh, it was an American wild ale aged in white wine barrels with um, white peaches and apricots. Um, and the so way you remember Alpine how they used to carry them on the top shelf over to the middle to the right.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah,
8: they did they did
1: distribute it oh, yeah. a while. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry so He's got, he's
8: got, he's got <laughs> a holiday show committed to memory. So my thing with that is is when, oh, I guess that's a bad thing when a when a beverage puts you in a place like when it puts you in a seat in an experience that you remember a fond memory I yes. feel like that's something that not every beverage can achieve and Absolutely like when I was drinking that beer I could taste what I remember Eating a super ripe peach and having the juice just drip down, mm. down your chin and tasting that on yeah. my palate, which was super cool. Um, and then shout out to High Life with three quarters of an ounce of uh, Campari in it because that's what I'm on oh. right now. Campari. High, and Life High Life and
2: Campari, huh? Yep. <laughs> just
7: cranking. <them> <laughs> So for me, I mean, I think I'll probably I where the admins
6: at? Yeah, Where are the admins? <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, I'll start with
7: uh, with what's doing it for me right now at Ellison, and it's um, honestly, I'm, it's it's our culture. Mm, mm-hmm. um, one of the things that really first made me fall in love with this brew is the attention that Aaron pays to his beers.
6: Yeah,
7: um, and one of the biggest things that he is just a there's a firm commitment to is um, true, being true to style. Yeah, and um, Aaron in a good uh, culture.
2: requirement. Yeah, yeah,
7: and Aaron is, Aaron is very big on having these beers, making sure that they're, if I'm going to brew a Kölsch, then I want this beer to have the same water profile as a beer that's coming from Cologne, Germany, mm-hmm. where, you know, a mm-hmm. Kölsch originates from. And so he takes us, you know, our water profile, built it all the way down to zero. We've got our RO system that takes it all back down. And using, you know, brewer salts and everything else to fortify the water, gets that same profile as the water in Cologne, Germany. And uses that to brew our colsh, and so it's just a tremendous, true to style, amazing, easy drinking. beer. These guys actually are at Eastern Market. I had their colsh here today. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah. You know, just yeah. man, this is light,
0: fruity, this, yeah, just yeah, all these you wonderful. Know.
7: Our colsh is in distro and okay. kegs only. We don't put that okay. in cans, um, but it is out there in the market to uh, to buy. We do you know kegs of that stuff. And so that, yep, Kalen's colsh. That's, that's 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 the first employee from Allison. Uh, ah, okay, beer. Kalen was the. Uh, Yep, Kaylin yeah, was the original. Kaylin was the original bartender, yeah. bar manager, laying concrete in the brewery, first sales rep. She's the reason I'm working at Ellison right now. That beer is her namesake, and it is a tremendous beer. Um, as far as you know, what I you know, I think what Jeff said is going back to experiences and stuff like that with beer. One of my favorite craft beers ever, I think, was uh, Brewery Bastille's the uh, Quack. Mm. Mm-hmm. That thing—it's yeah. a Belgian strong.
6: I out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can run
7: fast, but no—I mean, that beer was—that was something. I think the first time I had that beer, I was like 19, and I was in Chicago, and I was at some shitty bar. Yeah, and they had these weird mugs that you know the the glass was rounded at the bottom and there's this weird wooden thing attached and what the hell is that and i'm yeah. 19 years old and i'm doing shots of uh malort and just Ugh, shitty oh, drunk at, oh. at you know, hey, pool, yeah. you know and here you are alive two o'clock, I you, <laughs> and I, my cousin I like brought me that beer and holy shit, that was the first well, that well, mind-blowing well. you know <laughs> experience of, of a beer as far as you know day-to-day stuff though propels Okay.
2: Oh you know
6: what?
7: It's South there, Park Vessel. Yeah,
2: Vessel. Yeah. I hunt that thing down at every and festival
7: and make sure that I just get there and like, I want a full pour. There is and then I want you to fill my water bottle up with it, too.
2: No. Being produced and, and distributed anywhere. I will put it up against literally anything. I drink that stuff cool. like water, man. That's my that's that's drink.
7: That's yeah, that's that's this stuff is incredible. incredible. Yeah. Sure. To me, when people ask me what my
3: favorite beer is in the state of Michigan, I openly it. You have it. I openly tell it.
2: I mean I would have no problem oh, yep. drinking a four pack of it just yeah. like Mark's sitting in, in one sitting. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a time okay. where
0: I
6: think it uh, uh,
2: yeah. I agree. Well so there was a time where we don't get pre- when I, don't I would drink, drink a bourbon stuff. barrel stout no, we, I would or I'm sorry I would drink a glass of bourbon I would chase it with a bourbon barrel stout. <laughs> now that I'm considerably older and wiser mm. <laughs> When I drink a bourbon oh. barrel aged stout, I prefer a pill mm-hmm. or a coach, and pro pills go oh, so amazingly well with a nice full glass of bourbon or two or three oh, or whatever. It. Yeah, I mean it's just and that it just okay here. It's
7: easy, man. It's it's easy. What one is true? Tell the truth. It's, it's well, well, the truth? truth. Which truth?
1: Because <laughs> we got a few man. of them. Which truth you want to tell? As you mentioned, the the um, bourbon barrel beers chasing them, with bour- chasing them with bourbon. Yes. Remember how when a beer did not have a high enough
2: heat? The bourbon rinse. We would do a bourbon rinse. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
7: <laughs>
3: pour,
2: pour a little bourbon <laughs> in the bottom <laughs> of the
1: glass.
7: Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of fortifying there, there, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So what we would do is take a side of bourbon, pour it in the glass. Rinse it around your glass. Take the shut down while leaving a small, leave puddles, a little puddle in the bottom. Yeah, the bottom and then pour in <laughs> the brew on top of that. A, Guilty. A, a good beer for that. What has been um, expedition? I was about style. to say regular
2: expedition style. We do it all the time. Yeah, you yeah,
1: know,
5: yeah. And, and in, in a way, you guys are just giving props to what the, a lot of brewers might. Or might not may or may not
6: exactly yeah, yeah. Their, their bourbon barrel could be just there's yeah. some bourbon yeah. beer let's, just, let's add a little bit of beer, you know? yeah. well, we got some peculiar we around the back you
7: yeah. know Yeah, that barrel really didn't do the trick but it damn it, this fits well <laughs> bourbon
1: barrel programs were not they weren't as far along yeah, as they are now there were not as many you know there was a handful of yeah, of yeah it was, it was, beer, was, it was Beers, goose island there so, was yeah. You know, founders. You know, I, that was that's when we
2: yeah. that, other place. that place we don't really yeah. deal with anymore. Yeah. but yeah. At the time,
1: there were just a handful. Gotcha. You know, now that there are, are so many, and, and you know, you get the bottle logistics, you get the yeah. program, you know, you get all these great breweries doing great things. You don't have to burn these bourbon rinses yeah. And, you do, and we drink a pills with it now. Right.
2: So as not to... Well, again, we're older and wiser now. Yeah. I love
5: that <laughs> you know, you're using bourbon like it's the incandescent light bulb.
2: Right? <laughs> <laughs> like you want to well, Have, have you ever done it? <laughs> yes. It is the incandescent light bulb. Just it's just a fucking genius process, and man. And <laughs> we have videos on how-to do it. <laughs> we <on the laughs> did
5: not not nice kind of like it like, yeah man nothing at, it. nothing at all just I pour
2: pour some hard liquor in your glass chase it with some beer it's not a boiler maker it's a fucking bourbon yeah. this, is, this is science, there's something behind it we were doing this, this was very technical on how we wanted to exactly. taste
8: we you know, no, we weren't right. using you know, yeah very much so yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Not for, not
2: for a fan of art either. Not at all. Not at all. No, it's like I about may old. or may not have even used some Eagle Rare 17 once or twice. Oh. Woo. Yeah, I'm trying to tell you, man. It's 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 some real shit, man. It's a. It's a process.
8: All the folks French pressing their breakfast cereals into their stock oh, nowadays man. can thank you guys for doing the bourbon soaked things. things. Y- you talk about you French press pressing did,
2: press I, I, your jalapeno into your uh, I did, I M43 did the, the M-43 other week. M43 really <laughs> with the
1: uh, jalapeno and what? jalapeno
2: pineapple. Yeah, yeah. So
1: I took a can of M43. Oh boy. I didn't have any pineapple in the house.
2: But he had some fresh jalapenos. Yes, peach jalapeno. I had some fresh yes.
1: peaches and I had some fresh jalapeno. <laughs> so I, 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 I cut up and chopped up my peach. I cut up and chopped up my jalapeno. I poured my fresh M forty three over it. I pressed it. And everybody, you know, when I posted about- like <laughs> How was that? <laughs> How did that it? It? it
7: was fantastic. That, pre- that was press good. will never be it the same. So <laughs> you got to throw that press yeah. away. I, I it it, it was it for nothing good, uh, but, but yeah.
6: jalapeno's now. And, and,
1: and um, with that, the, uh, I, I did get a chance to taste the pineapple jalapeno later mm-hmm. on. And my press was, was eerily similar, <laughs> other than it had the peach... Instead of, instead of
2: the pineapple, pineapple, pineapple. And yeah.
1: Yeah. You no, know, the, the jalapeno was on the back end, just like in the beer. Yeah. So I mean, it, it was it eerily close. You
7: trying to tell me that? You trying to tell me Mark's sitting back there just pressing
6: every single <laughs> one of those. every last one? That's why he's always looking. That's why he's got basketball shorts on every time I see him because he's back there working his ass off. I knew it. I knew he was doing something back there. Man. <laughs> just, just think
5: we got so much shit for our, the beer tail <laughs> program at yeah. Axel. Yeah. and basically that's what we're.
2: Mm-hmm. Those beer tales are great.
5: Little little known mm-hmm. fact, uh, Jeff Sanchez from a Misfits cover band. No, he doesn't. With oh. 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 Really no idea. He was our bar manager and the author and, and, and chef of many of those beer tales. Are yeah. they coming back?
2: Will the beer tails be available
5: at the, the Livernoy Project? I just, had, call I just Dave had an account Dave. ask me about beer tails
2: today. How convenient. Will there be beer tails at the, the Livernoy Project? That's another uh, question
7: we get a lot. And yeah, we're going to do a little bit of that. I just had an account today address me about this. You know, hey, we're going to move towards this kind of... Beer cocktail
2: oh, man. idea at our Juneteenth. And Lansing's always Those a little bit, you know, me figuring things out, getting to to things. I well,
7: guess well, that's well, happening though. What's know, yeah. going towards that? And, and
5: I mean, it, and there's a way I think to respect the product. I actually was more worried about our brewers being like, ah. but they were, they were kind of into it. Yeah. I mean, they, they never they would actually it gave them a good opportunity to collaborate with like the bar manager. And we had all, we had an awesome bar managers. Yeah. Day, was you know super talented. Um, as a drummer and a
0: musician, mm-hmm. guitar player, singer, Multi-fa- multi-faceted. Yeah.
5: They were I'm probably <laughs> right. yeah. I no, I started genius. playing guitar
8: for that band that's not a band mm-hmm. anymore. But. You guys were. Huh? We're not. Uh, they were never. I mean, they used to scratch the itch. One month out of the year.
5: Oh wow! Oh, Thank you. the whole deal, huh? Thank you. Huh?
8: Thank you yeah. Yes put
5: you out there. <laughs> the, love, the
1: love of beer is, is on. Well,
6: yeah. I think that yeah. whole
7: beer cocktail might have just been an excuse because the brewers didn't
2: want to wash kegs anymore.
6: Probably uh, so we, could <laughs> nah, we can go out, the we beat. can make
7: cocktails, we don't have to clean kegs, we yeah. can go
2: do this for a day or two. I mean, they were good. Yeah. Like I said, our Juneteenth yeah. celebration, man, I don't know how many I had, but I know they were damn good. Yeah.
5: Hey, you know what? Beer is a
6: lovely festival for sure. I like
5: the I have yeah. Good.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. Line. Hey, uh, we, 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 we have to gentlemen this has been a great episode we're glad to have all of you here and we do have to reconvene and, and pull this group back together because
8: we're having a lot of fun here absolutely oh, yeah. thank you so much for and, having just, us. and yeah. for those so, that are
2: watching and listening we're going to continue to have fun when y'all are gone oh yeah y'all want right? to see y'all all <laughs> we got a couple <laughs> bottles that got I pack pack that, that, that yeah bottle, exactly i've been eyeing
1: it <laughs> So,
4: um... <laughs> 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 I know, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. We're
1: getting ready to open those lines. It's, it's just we're out of time. Yeah, we're uh, out, We're down, up so, against it. But we, we'll come back and report back on just how great these treats were. We are getting to get into this Wednesday. We're getting into this uh, Westbrook. Westbrook salad. chocolate vanilla um, swirl yeah.
2: Mexican cake. A,
1: a few other what things we're going to get into. What in a a name. But again, we'd like to thank each and every one of you all. For man, man.
6: Thank, thank, you, yeah, thank, thank you guys thank you guys for having us out i mean you got, things, thanks eastern market for letting us kind of hijack this for and come
2: in and be a part of this too
6: man, i mean everybody thank for thanks for having and
0: this going to be epic the Livernoy
2: project can't wait the first project and i tell you i we can't we can't leave without saying happy birthday to flavio Sosa. happy happy birthday brother yeah man um so on that Bruce brother. Culture. It's, it's for absolutely culture. for the culture. Remember,
1: you drink up for the culture. Drink for the up culture. for the culture. Salute. So we're
2: out of here. Episode 23 is in the book. We'll see 24. Yes, on the 16th. And then
1: we'll see you next November for our one-year anniversary. One-year anniversary for the
2: culture.
0: Next time. Salute. Cheers.